Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money-saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at gotodobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Hey, good morning, everybody. Scott, it's Tuesday. Oh, make note. P O O Tuesday. Uh, good morning, Ray Williams. Good morning, St. Louis. How are you? I'm good, man. How are just, you guys? Uh, just uh, talking about Mardi Gras with Rafe. Uh, yeah, I mean, what time were we out of there? About 4.30? Yeah, right around. We left about 4.30, 4.45 as events were winding down. Um, I was looking at the stats because I love looking at the, usually a day or two after Mardi Gras, the uh, arrest stats. Yeah. How many arrests were made on Saturday in Soulard? Mm. It's a pretty nice day. I'm going to go... Uh... 57. All right. I know the answer. And the answer is nothing I ever... It's it's nowhere near what I would have guessed. One, a couple of years ago, it was way lower than we expected. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We were guessing one like, like five or six we, arrests. We, yeah, we were it? guessing like 50 or 60. And then oh. that one year, it was 26. And we're like, yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah. pretty good. Then the next year, we were in the teens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unheard of. So I'm going to say 100 this year. 100. I guess I was thinking tickets, not full-on arrests, but that's all right. It does involve a zero. Zero. Zero arrests from what I saw. Really? The stat I read, zero arrests on Saturday. Isn't oh, that incredible? The, I think the police, some of them are on vacation. At- <laughs> zero arrests. No, I saw I saw a lot of police officers. Yeah. I saw a lot of police officers out there. Seems like everybody behaved. I saw zero arrests. Good job, St. Louis. And uh, I think one or two tickets for... Miners in possession of alcohol. That's it. 
That's amazing. That's great. It's par for the course. That's yeah. Now I want to know what attendance wise was this year an up year or a down year? Because yeah, I, I really know. didn't get to walk around. Normally, that. normally I'll go walk. Yeah, uh, and kind of go from bar to bar just to check out. You know, uh, be amongst the people. It was so nice out. I would imagine it was up. I mean, if weather's a deterrent to folks, some years mm-hmm. couldn't have been this year. It was nice. It was nice out. It was. I know that they uh, they changed the parade route and some of the structuring down there, and that made it hard to determine. It made it hard to compare to previous years because a lot fewer people were on our side of the street. Yeah, and we the weren't really in different. the thick of it. Like no. we were not in the thick of it. No, it was a different, uh, different, different scene. Different or, yeah, scene the, where the, we were. The, yeah, the structure changed it for sure. Yeah, but still, as always, a pain in the ass to get down there. Yeah. <laughs> just a pain in the ass to get they down. Didn't change that. That structure. is that is year after year, just a pain in the ass. Uh, we had a buddy drive us down, and I'd never, I'd never gone up the uh, the wall, the graffiti wall. What's that called? I don't know. Graffiti the, the wall. River wall. The yeah. river wall. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Do you know what we're talking about? Where they race? Is that where they race? Yeah, I think I've seen some uh, potholes. That's a lot of potholes back there. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of a different spot. I thought the river walls were all the like late night illegal drag racing goes on. I'm maybe sure. that's more up north. It might so be. we went down 55 past the brewery. Uh, past the brewery and got off, of, I think, the exit right after the brewery, mm-hmm. hooked a left, and went all the way down. And it's like a really, like, industrial zone. It's, yeah. a, it's a secret road. What are you doing here? What are you, what are you doing here? What do you mean? I'm just, I'm, I'm painting the picture. <laughs> People will forget. Okay, you're right. By next Mardi Gras. Yeah, and I think <laughs> it's uh, illegal, too. What we did? No, <laughs> stop I'm just, it. Just I'm just trying to get people. You're not no, supposed to say wink out loud, man. Oh, shoot. It is. It's you're, an you're, area I've never been to. You're going around the industrial area. It's like the industrial route. But this year they told us to come from the north, and I tried, and I got denied every single time. Like by police? Like, no. Like, hey, shut just, down? I, just by, it wasn't police, but it was, you know, some sort of uh, organizers. Yeah, yeah. They were, they're like, no, you can't come through. I was like, I know. I, I got to get down here. I do this every year. And they're like... Not this year. And I was like... They say, I'm with the band. Yeah, what are you going to do? I'm with the band. I got guitars in the back. Come yeah, on. It's, it's not like a password or a particular pass that works for the whole festival. I was like, I got to get down. And, and he was like, oh, I'm not going to try to explain myself to this guy. Yeah, we came up from the south. And I know... What the hell is that called, that area? Somebody's got to know. Yeah, I mean, it's just a big industrial it's, zone. Somebody it's, said it's called the graffiti wall. Yeah, it's okay, not an official. So. Okay. It's not an official road. You're just you're just driving the river wall. Yeah, yeah. It's the so graffiti. came up that way. Man, they need to repave that. Hey, there's some. <laughs> they, bad never, spots they never there. paved it. That's gravel. That's that's, that's some. That's a weird that's road. A mess. There's go, some people paved, get murdered here. Yeah, there's some paved over there, and uh, the potholes in that section are hilarious. Well, the funny thing is, uh, you got to cross a couple train tracks, and uh, what do you know? Trains are moving. Trains are moving. That was the first time I've been down there where trains are moving and you're in their way. Oh, there were no trains moving on Saturday. Oh, they were. There were well, for me. After Mardi Gras. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After Mardi Gras. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, everybody was pretty well behaved from from the stats, at least. I yeah. couldn't believe zero. Nobody was arrested. Everybody I saw. I mean, usually we see some pretty drunk mess here and there. You know, like little pockets. Never saw yeah. that. Never saw that. So I, I believe it. Honestly, everybody I saw had a great time. Great Man, and they, time. And they really, 
they really wanted everybody to know, hey, no peeing in the streets this year. Like, they really kind of hammered that home this year. Hey. See anybody? No. Mm-mm. Nobody. No, Nobody. we had plenty of porta potties where we were. Nice. Yeah. And is it true that you're put on the sex offender list? I think so. Or, or is that one of those urban myths? Oh no, I think that's real. I don't know. I've heard, I've heard both. I'm not sure. I've heard people say it's for real, like just depending on the situation. Uh, and because if you got your hog out in front of people, and you're well, if you in, get the public. ticket and it goes in the system, that you. But I don't know. Indecent, it's indecent, indecent exposure. Indecent yeah. exposure, and then you're on a list. I don't know. Nobody wants to be on that list. Mm-mm. Not that list. But speaking of peeing, um, and this is a weird fact uh, you never wanted to know. Uh, every animal that weighs over 6.6 pounds empties their bladder in 21 seconds. Wait, What? Every animal that that? weighs more than 6.6 pounds empties their bladder in 21 seconds. Animals with bigger bladders have stronger streams. Smaller bladders have weaker streams. Ah. Ah. It's exactly 21 seconds? 21 seconds. Now, I'm not telling you that so you could share, you know, as as an anecdote, you know, at appropriate times. Like, you know, meeting your your new girlfriend's, uh, you know, parents for the first time. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Jones, fun fact. It can, it can actually help you be healthier because you should pee for 21 seconds. Time yourself next time. Are you peeing for 21 seconds? If it takes you less time than that, you went to the bathroom too soon. If it takes you more time, you went to the bathroom too late. I was getting ready to say, man, there's some mornings that I guarantee. Yeah. 21 ain't nothing, dude. Not for me. There's hmm. times that I'm just like, man, am I okay? Either way, you're doing a disservice to your bladder and and training it wrong if you're going more or less, which could lead to overactive bladder issues as you get older. Hmm. Are you getting up in the middle of the night to pee? uh, Yeah, I've reached that pinnacle of life. Not a ton, but like, yeah, usually. I also drink enough coffee to kill a small farm, you know. (laughs) A pack animal of some sort. That's now, like my I'm like, last now, I'm, now I'm like making sure I go before I go to bed. What are you supposed to do? Like at 21 seconds, pinch it off, be like, I'm training my bladder. Yeah, no way. Yeah. Time well, yourself next time. You said all animals over that weight. Every animal that weighs more seconds. than 6.6 pounds empties their bladder in 21 seconds. See, humans aren't animals. Animals with bigger bladders have stronger streams. Smaller bladders have weaker streams. We hmm. made it, folks. We're not animals. We're humans. Well, there's more. If you feel like you have to pee all the time, but you're not around the 21-second mark, it could be a sign of things like bladder stones or or, or prostate issues. Or, and it's worth talking to your doctor. If it's more than that. Or if it's less than But that. it's been that way my whole existence. You know, you well, get up you, in the morning and you if, go says, like a camel. If you feel like you have to pee all the time, but you're not around that 21-second mark, it could be a sign of things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, if you feel like you have to, but it's 10 seconds. Right. Something's up. Something's Ooh. up. Okay. Okay. Something That's the out. old, uh, it may not be a going problem. It may be a growing problem. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh-huh. By the way, the uh, sex, uh, sex offender list? Yeah. It says... Very unlikely, because being convicted of exposure requires an intention to be seen by others, and not everyone convicted of that offense has to register. So it does happen, and it has happened before, where you can get 
convicted of that particular thing and have to go on the registry. But mm. it sounds like, according to this article, it sounds like um, it's not all the time. It's not well, like not like good. a guaranteed thing. I'm sure if, thing. if it's like you're in front of kids and stuff. Right. Or, I'm or, sure if you just take it out and just start, you know, and do them a 21 seconds here. <laughs> Hang this, tight. In this McDonald's ball pit. <laughs> hey, gotta train my bladder. It says, that, it says that they have to show that there was intent to be seen by someone and to cause alarm or distress in a sexual manner. Or was that was that something that was put out there to really deter people? Mm. Well, I guess if it happens once, it's enough to put the warning out there. It's like, hey, this could happen to you. Well, maybe not, maybe not it could, but they're putting that out there just to deter people from, yeah. from going everywhere. A lot of boozing happened down there at Mardi Gras. Which, when I'm hiking, I still do, you know, and you have to go pee and you're way out in the woods. You're like, I'm always afraid I'm still going to get arrested and get fined when for When you're that. out in the woods? Yeah, yeah. I have to hide real good, you know? That's funny you say that. Like, yeah, I, I know. I always I think know, that. I know what you're talking about. Like, when we were kids, it was just like, if you're in the woods, you're in the woods. Yeah. But nowadays, you're like, <laughs> this could end me. <laughs> you well, know, when you're, you're like, a kid, yeah. you're like, I'm on my property house, somewhere. It don't matter. <laughs> when I was in, yeah, third grade Little League. There were no porter potties. It was just like, all right, go out before the game. The coach just had us all go out in the woods and yeah, yeah. Do you of, think guys watch little kids Ivy. out there whipping it out? Yeah, if you were playing left field at the park that we used to play at, uh, like some of our baseball now, games. Now, did coach have his camera out? No, but two. <laughs> I, there were two kids on my team that pushed theirs together and said, "Look, guys, they're kissing." And oh. it took a long time for them to live that down. <laughs> they know who they are. I'm not going to mention them by name, but if they're listening right now, they're both like, "Oh yeah, that was years." <laughs> Anytime, you know, because you do something like that as a kid, and then you try to chime in, that's like an immediate shutdown from your friends. Be like, if they're trying to like roast you about something, you're like, look, guys, they're kissing. <laughs> it's just like I got called back quite a bit. In are life. they are they outfielders? Uh, well, I think, I think it was our, I think it was our first baseman and our left fielder, if I remember correctly. <laughs> ah. There was two fields that we used to play at that, and there was no bathroom near for the players. So if you were playing left field, it was it was left field on both. I think it was the Baldwin uh, ones and the the some of the Kirkwood fields uh, down by maybe Marshall Road or something. It was like a creek out in the field, and like if you had to go that bad and you were playing like a doubleheader, a tournament or something, he just ran in a creek. Yep. Yeah. I'll be back in fifteen seconds. <laughs> oh, sorry, twenty-one, 21 seconds. seconds. I'll be back in twenty-one seconds. <laughs> back in twenty-one seconds. Uh, so all right, so so St. Louis Mardi Gras is in the in the rear view. That 21 seconds has got to change when you're boozing, right? That ha that changes the whole dynamic of your stream. You get some, I mean, I haven't drank in 12 years, but when I did, I know that there was some <sighs> impressive. Well, uh, it's supposed to be, so if it's more than 21, then you waited too long to go. Oh, even on booze. Yeah, because once you get to what optimal fullness is, 21 seconds to let it go. Okay. No matter how I much you drink. You, and then, I mean, you're boozing, it's going to refill. Study by Dr. I.P. So, Freely. <laughs> so, so refill <laughs> till 21 seconds. And then empty. And then refill and empty. Huh. So with, with Mardi Gras in the, in the rear view, today is Fat Tuesday. And tomorrow everybody's going to be walking around with the, with the ashes on their head. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow's Ash Wednesday. So today is, is Fat Tuesday. Today's the day. Today's like the party day. Oh. Why is it called Fat Tuesday? I feel like I should know this. Does anyone know? Uh, because I think it's... Just to hurt my feelings? 
I'm not sure if this is true or not. Okay. But it's because you're supposed to use all the bad stuff that you're going to give away for Lent. Oh. Like all the stuff you're going to give up for Lent, it's like today is the day when it's all supposed to be used up. So let's just go hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's also National Pancake Day. Tight. Today is Fat Tuesday and it's National Pancake Day. Um, and that's, it's always on Fat Tuesday, right right before Lent, because hang on, it gets a little complicated. Pancakes on Fat Tuesday have begun to, have been a tradition for 1,400 years. So it started when Pope St. Gregory prohibited Christians from eating all forms of meat and animal products during Lent around AD 600. And he told St. Augustine of Canterbury, a founder of the Christian church in Southern England, to enforce those same fasting rules in England so Christians made pancakes to use up their supply of eggs, milk, and butter in preparation for Lent. Yeah, and I think you're giving up the fat in the meat and all that kind of stuff. Does Mardi Gras actually translate to Fat Tuesday? Mardi Gras? I have no, I have no idea. Hmm. It says fat in the name refers to the consumption of savory and fatty foods during the festival before these foods items before these food items are forbidden. Hmm. It's as easy as that. So it really is Fat Tuesday. It's for me. It's for the fat. This is your day, man. This is your day. Going hard today. National Pancake Day. Uh, Shout out to Dan the Pancake Man. Oh yeah, it's his day. That guy. You ever you ever seen the art he does with him? Oh, it's amazing. He's done he's done some of us. Yeah, he's great. Like, we have, uh, it was ratio pancake art. Yeah, that guy's talented, man. It's cool. Yeah, he found his thing. Yeah, it's taking him all over the world. But, but so, so it is National Pancake Day, but it looks like the folks over at IHOP are not participating. Uh, I guess there's two. For a while now, there's been actually two National Pancake Days a year. One today and one in September. And IHOP yeah. always considers... Always considers today to be a real. So, so are they? Are they celebrating today? Look on IHOP's website to see if there's any special. I got beef with IHOP, dude. You do? Yeah, I'm an IHOP fan, but I don't like when they disguise. So they've been doing this new thing. This happened to me in New York. Like, got out of a com. No, Cincinnati. I got out of a comedy show, late night, mm-hmm. Uber Eats, whatever. And I order, there's this place, and it's called, like, Quesadilla Jacks or something like that. And I'm like, all right, cause I've ordered some late-night quesadillas. Guy shows up. He's got an IHOP bag. And I go, <clears throat> I think he gave me the wrong food, man. This, I didn't order IHOP. And he goes, no, no, nah, this is IHOP. He's like, they're doing this thing now to trick people where they have fake ghost kitchen. Like, ghost kitchen, and there's a burger one and a quesadilla one. And, like, I'm sorry, but I have quesadillas. That's not what I'm going to order. <laughs> it's just not great. And it's really not great when you waited 50 minutes to get it delivered. Yep. It's not great hot off the press in the IHOP, let alone. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Pasquale's, Pasquale's <laughs> Pizza. That happened with us. Pasquale's Pizza is Chuck E. Cheese. It is? Yeah. yeah. I used to be at Pasquale's in my hometown, and it was a legit buffet. Like I was on DoorDash and I was like, Pasquale's pizza. Chuck like geez. just came, it like it just came up on my DoorDash as like a as like a pizza option. I go, I've never heard of this place before. Yeah. And it's a it's 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 Chuck E. Cheese. They better they need to cut that out, man. That so gets me riled. Cracker up. Barrel has a Cracker Barrel has a has a ghost kitchen called the Pancake Kitchen. Really? And it's a ghost kitchen for delivery orders. Uh so if you see the pancake kitchen, oh, Denny's has that one. is Cracker Barrel. Do you have the Denny's one? Because we we did that one too. It's called the Melt House or something melts or something like that. It's a like and I was like, oh, what does it sweet. serve? 
sandwich, like, you know, the Frisco melt or whatever the heck that, that they have. You know, those those melt sandwiches. They're just turkey and bacon or whatever yeah. it is with melted cheese. But and the pro- I, I, think, I think it's called the melt or something like that. And I was like, damn, that sounds awesome. Yeah. I want a place that specializes in that. We ordered and I was like... <laughs> This is Denny's bread. This is, this is the same thing as Denny's. <laughs> yeah, what is this? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. So, like, when you're on the road and it's 3 in the morning, you just did two comedy shows and you've, you're ready to, like, just kick your shoes off and turn off the lights and make a fool of yourself uh-huh. in, a, in a hotel. You get your hopes up. I'm not saying I can't appreciate that they're serving food at 3 a.m., but I'm like, you get your hopes up because you're like, I'm in a, I'm in a different city. Ooh, what's this crazy restaurant? I'm getting to try something new. And then a guy shows up, and it's like, oh, hey, man, this is a quick trip bag. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's Quick Trip's ghost kitchen. You oh, know? come on, man. Just a bummer. Yeah, see if you could find some of the names of these ghost kitchens. Um, let's see. So, well, I, the I new one is sure. the is the pancake kitchen, which look, is look at look at look at Cracker Barrels of the Meltdown. I think this is the one. That's it. That looks suspect. <laughs> I don't want to call somebody out. That's not that's not actually that. Let's see. So, so now the pancake kitchen, which look is up Cracker the address. Barrel, I'm looking it up. Is selling these things called uh, pancake tacos. Yeah, it's Denny's. I just I hear I put in the address and. Uh, that there it is. Is Denny's? <laughs> That's the meltdown. Yeah. The Denny's on Dorset. So, so you, if you, you look, got me. If you look at the Pancake Kitchen, which is Cracker Barrel, they're selling this thing called Pancake Tacos, fried egg with bacon and cheese folded up in a pancake with mm. syrup as a dipping sauce. They're served in pairs. So you get two of them. And that's the thing. Was it bad? No, it was great. I, lo- I love the melts from, from Denny's. But- and, and by the way, to, to be fair on this one, uh, Taco Bell did have a waffle taco back in 2014, but it did not sell well, so they discontinued it a year later. This thing uh, says here, the National Pancake Day 2023. In recent years, I have not, National Pancake Day has become a movable feast with dates that change from year to year. This year, participating IHOP restra- restaurants nationwide will welcome guests on Tuesday, February 28th. That is... Next week, with yeah. an offer of free buttermilk short stack for dining customers from. Oh, okay. So they're not celebrating it today. They're celebrating it on the twenty eighth for some reason. Th- that's what this says. They're double dipping, dude. And remember, I know what they're up it's to. like a charity thing too. Remember? The, the- well, yeah, and I, I'd say don't don't. It's for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. So they so they sell short stacks. Oh, okay. I thought it was for Children's Miracle. I just passed an article that says something about Children's Miracle Network. I think Network. this year they're partnering with the Leukemia and Lymphoma, uh, Lymphoma Society. Gotcha. And I asking people to donate a buck or two when they stop stop by next Tuesday. And over the years, they've helped raise more than $4 million. bucks. Well, that's pretty cool. That huh. is great. Well, yeah, and, and by the way, you know, it, it being Fat Tuesday today, Ash Wednesday tomorrow, that means the fish fries are up. Fish fries are going to be up and going on Friday. I'm all about it. Do you have a favorite? Fish fry? Yeah. I mean, as long as it's white fish, I'm all in, dude. Like, do you go to the church ones? Uh, VFW, you 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 hit up a KC Hall or a Moose. VFW cares, dude. They're going to do you right. They're they, frying uh, them yeah, up. I don't think I've been to a bad one. They might even sneak a few of them morel what's, mushrooms What's in the one there. that everybody always talks about, though? Is it St. Cecilia? Yeah. Is that, uh, is that the Afton? One? Um, I don't, I, Saint Cecilia is on Louisiana. That's that's the Mexican one. Oh, okay. Saint Cecilia is the Mexican fish fry because I went. RFT's got the uh, the top five fish fries in St. Louis. There's one that everybody always talks about. It's like the, 
It's the standard. Like, oh, you're Saint your first Ferdinand, fish fry? Is it St. Ferdinand and, and Florissant? I don't know. Now you're going to say them, and they're all going to sound familiar. So maybe, yeah, I mean, I what I have heard is that they're all great. Nobody does a bad one. But, we usually go, get together with a couple families and go to the one in Brentwood. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's why I don't remember, because my family's not included in that couple families. <laughs> you want to invite me this year? No. I'd love to go. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Uh-uh. No. No, no. Great, no, let me know no, how it goes. No. No. None of you invited. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I like to keep anyway. working, working fish fries separate. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We don't want, to, don't want to mix those two. And, well, according to their RFT. Going to Pasquale's fish fry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn it, this is Chunky Cheese. Ferdinand is, the, again. Ferdinand is the uh, fluorescent one, right? Maybe that's, Ferdinand and fluorescent. I, I think that's the one. That, okay, so this there's is a banger down in Afton at one of those Catholic churches because my buddy took me down there one year. I wish I could remember because I, I want to do it justice. The one I go to is listed on this one for the RFT. Okay. So five top fish fries in St. Louis is according to the RFT food critic. So St. Ferdinand, they say it's so delicious it cannot be contained to just Lent. Wow. Uh, Friday fish fries embody all that is pure about the tradition. Cod or catfish, the main events, Ugh. are fried or baked, and shrimp and Cajun-dusted fish pieces are also available. And that's the year-round one? Uh, I guess so. Where are you guys at on catfish? In or out? I'm in. You're in? Yeah. yeah I don't Recently remember. started getting into that. In. This is fun. Develop. You're becoming a dad. Yeah, you're ready I guess to be so. a dad. You're you getting like dad never, taste. never liked the flavor my whole life, and all of a sudden it tastes good. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden blue cheese crumbles don't sound so bad. Yeah, life get this thrill of life starts to go away as you roll into your 30s <laughs> and 40s, and you're just like, you know what? I will have a cheese that tastes like feet. Why not? Yeah. Once fish is, is filleted and fried, it all tastes the same. Ooh. If it's a white fish, um, not to me. <laughs> I'll take the white fish. The catfish, I can taste the mud, dude. I can you, taste the yeah. trash. Really? I can taste the trash off the bottom of the Mississippi. Yeah, it's a poo fish. I mean, yeah, it's, a, yeah. you know, it's a bottom it's fish. It's a doo-doo fish. <laughs> it's a poo fish. I, I know I've had catfish, like it's, caught it's out of a lake. Pig, it's the pig of fish, so. Any white flaky fish, for the most part, is a poo fish. You're talking about sole. You're talking about... Mm -hmm. uh, flounder. Well, I don't know about flounder. Uh, I don't know. Uh, tilapia. Tilapia, tilapia. No, the, they're the not poo. bottom. They're not. Tilapia, tilapia are, is a poo oh, fish. Yeah, that poo is, fish. That's that, why that it's so soft. The king of poo fishes. <laughs> and I guess I like doo-doo fish. <laughs> king of doo-doo fish We're is We're learning stuff today about ourselves. <laughs> All right, St. Ferdinand Parish, they say that's that's at one of the tops. Uh, Holy Trinity's uh, Serbian Orthodox Church. Yeah. Uh, known as uh, Fish Fest. Refined fish fry goer who enjoys dining with actual china and flatware. Whoa. Holy smokes. The plate's heft is a plus for it's difficult to pile it high with spicy catfish, fish tacos, baked cod with creole sauce, and peel any shrimp. Dang. With beer included in a fully stocked bar, this fish fry is the dark horse favorite of the area scene. Yeah, one of the one of the big reasons that like, you know, you should like Read up on tilapia a little bit is because that's like one of the most farmed fishes, right? And the farmed fishes get yeah, a particular yeah. diet that is cheap and easy and whatever. Oh, I and thought it, they just. <laughs> and it's been said that they throw other animal feces in to feed the tilapia. Oh. Now well. I I get it, you know it's all a cycle and we're eating feces anyway in whatever ways, but uh, you know that that's that's the poo fish of yeah, of, yeah, yeah. I of think the farming the community. I believe of all poo fish. I thought farm fish just meant we had like a. You know, like a strong farm league. They got called up to the majors. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No. Oh, that tilapia just came out of AAA Memphis, and let me tell you, it's good. Look out, yeah. <laughs> Look out, man. <laughs> uh, St. Cecilia uh, asked anyone in town to name their favorite St. Louis area fish fry, and nearly everyone will give the same reply. The original Mexican fish fry at St. Cecilia Catholic Church on Louisiana Avenue. Uh, this is for good reason. The uh, beloved fry flips on its head the notion of a Lenten deprivation thanks to its stunning chile rellenos, mm. bean tostadas, margaritas, <laughs> and music that makes the long lines infinitely more tolerable for this gold standard. I want to try that one. That sounds good. I the, wonder if uh, you guys ever eat at Evangeline's on Euclid? It's like a cage. No. It's like a no little cage. Man, it's good. I wonder if they do anything. It's like a little Cajun joint, like a New Orleans style. Dang. Yeah, legit. I bet they do it. Yeah, yeah. It's great. I mean, year round, it's a really cool place, and and they have great food. So this is the one we go something. to. Saint Mary Magdalene Catholic Church in Brentwood uh, actually calls its fried fish. I refer to this all the time. The God's cod. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you've talked about the that. The God's Cod. We've been talking about that for 10 years. Yeah. That sort of whimsy hints at the fun feel of this outstanding Brentwood seafood extravaganza that offers one of the most varied fish fry menus around. Bonus points for the drive through I found Alyssa has this one in Crestwood that I, do, I haven't heard of that does uh, frog legs and some other things. Did you oh, talk you about that? keep your frog legs. Oh, my, my dad loves that. Frog legs? Yeah. This yeah, one that's has a bad a food. Cod, For sure, dude. Yeah. That cod, is a bad food. Cod, shrimp, salmon, catfish, frog legs is at Our Lady Providence. Where's that at? Um, I remember playing OLP in soccer. It must be in Crestwood somewhere. I, that might be the one that's on party back back on the way to, uh, well, not, not on the way to Grants Farm, but, mm -hmm. kind of, you know, on party. Mm. P-A-R-D-E-E. -E. I might be wrong, but I remember playing playing some soccer team back there. Uh, let me see here. The First Unitarian Church of St. Louis, and they say, granted, there's no fish at the First Unitarian Church of St. Louis. Unfish fry, but this Lent tradition is filled with Mediterranean-infected delights. Falafel hummus mm, that sounds good. makes an essential visit during fry season. Hey, man, I'm all about it. I'm all about the fish fries. Hmm. Well, you let us know when you're, when you're going, man. Man. Want us to tag along. Well, it's at somebody else's house. I'm not inviting other people. Oh, you don't eat at the church? No, since we go to this the to God's house, Saint Mary Magdalene's one—that's the drive-through one. Oh, I thought they just had a drive-through. I, th I thought you could. I mean, I thought kind of half of the appeal is going and eating cafeteria style. I don't want to sit with other people. Oh. <laughs> I don't want nobody seeing the damage I'm about to do. <laughs> I'm about to, you're gonna, you're about to inflict. Yeah, I've locked the door behind me with the two big to-go boxes of fish and just let it roll. Pants off, tartar out. <laughs> yep, make it hot. Let's do it. I don't know. A lot of these places now with the community seating, yeah, or the big long tables. I don't want to do that. Me neither. I'm out, man. I don't want to get sitting next to a couple that's like in an argument. Why? You know, there's breakfast places like that. European seating where I'm just like, yeah, if I'm going to pay twenty eight bucks for eggs Benedict, I don't want to listen to this other person's conversation. Yeah, I agree. I want to sit alone. That's part of the entertainment yeah, thing. Yeah, that's part nah. of the... No, I don't need to be entertained. I'm, I'm, I need to eat. You got to connect with people. What do you mean connect with? As I'm I, stuffing my face I'll full of... Yeah, I'll connect with people I came with. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. I don't know. I don't like the community yeah. seating. No, I don't I think I just grew up where, you know, every Wednesday night at my church, it was that kind of thing where you just have the... 
the white tablecloth on those old dumpy wooden yeah. tables yeah, and just eat next to everybody. Yeah, and, but you, these are people you, you, you go to church with. Well, yeah, but, but you still, have something It was a good-sized church, so you'd, you still become get a, stuck next to people you didn't know. Yeah, and, you still become an expert of yeah. sitting next to people and completely blocking them out of your life. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you, yeah. you, you are shoulder to shoulder with somebody and you are not hearing them and they don't exist to you and you don't exist to them in that moment. Like, I mean, you know, it's like, it's like school. Remember school? You'd have to sit in those long tables. Yeah. Half of those people you didn't want to see again in your life. Yeah, but you selected who you wanted to sit with. Right. So your buddies. Just your one or two people. But then other than that, like everybody just had their own, they were living in their own worlds. Everybody, you're, own, you're, you're in you your own You sit with your buddies. It's kind of the fun of it. I, I don't want to sit with strangers. I want to <laughs> eat. Nah. I had to eat. I got Dado's Saturday night. What's that? Oh, man. Best Euro in the city. I'm putting it out there. I could be wrong. Tweet at me. Message me if you got a better one. But I think Dado's is the best Euro in St. Louis. And it's just like a, it's on Hampton. Cool little place. But, you know, when you eat a Euro, it can get a little messy. And I had to eat it. I was at a friend's house. We got a, we ordered it on Uber uh, Eats or whatever. And I was like, I don't even want to eat this in front of people right now. <laughs> like, let alone shoulder to shoulder with strangers. I was with friends, and I was like, I kind of just want to slink off to a room by myself and really get into this. Because once you start a Euro, you got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, don't yeah. set it down. No, There's a time no, limit. No. Once it starts, stuff's going to start falling out. You it's gotta pulling the pin on the grenade. Yes, you got to house it, dog. You <laughs> yeah, got to get you're, it. You're holding foil and you're peeling foil. or, or Yeah, you're paper like peeling foil and like tzatziki sauce is all over your fingers. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the it's cool like, foods, though, because it starts off almost like a sandwich and then ends up a salad. Yeah, but it's, it's pretty like, neat. It's not a food that I necessarily is on the top of my list to eat in front of others. Yeah. Like if I can get alone in a closet with a euro, oh yeah, seven minutes in heaven. But if it's, you know, I'm meeting somebody's new girlfriend and I'm like, so tell me about yourself while I'm housing a yeah, euro. Mm. There's tomatoes and cucumbers <laughs> flying everywhere. There They're are like, certain foods you just don't want to mess with. Uh, like, not like a good first date. Food. Loose soups, please. I don't want to eat that. Anywhere around anybody. Yeah, uh, Tim's asking, why am I a hermit crab, angry and hostile? Do you not like signing autographs or upset because nobody's asking for autographs? I just don't like eating in front of other people. Yeah, I used to have a big issue with that. Now, now that you're thinking about it. Or not, now that you made me think about it. Like eating big... in front of other people, to me, is weird. Yeah, cause, cause, I hide. Because you're super vulnerable. You've... I like, I hide when I eat. Yeah. I'm a big guy, so anytime I'm eating, I feel like everyone's like, let's see what this guy's got. Watch this. Look at this. <laughs> Look at wide load over here. Yeah, I feel like somebody's always judging, like, what you're yeah. eating, how you're eating it. Yeah. Leave me alone. I'm a closet eater. Like, if you sit with somebody for the first time while sharing a meal and they eat a certain way, you're never going to look at that person the same way. <laughs> like, if they have horrible table manners... Yeah. If they're stuff, yeah. if, if they're a talk with their mouthful person, yeah, that's probably one of the re one of the many reasons I do I don't do chicken wings or anything like fing you know finger no. foods and chewing things off dude. of things. Wings Close, in dude. public. That's why I don't ever get like going to like a wing place and watching the game. And I'm like, I hate boneless wings, but I almost default go to them because yeah. you can eat them in a bite. And I'm like, I don't. I don't want to be that guy because I'd rather have bone-in wings, but nobody wants to watch you sucking down chicken bones oh, in public, man. It's just gross. We had a, pr a promoter. He's he's a friend and uh, in, in Australia, and every time we would go down there, any, anytime you're, like, touring overseas, for the most part, the promoters will take you out to dinner, like these big, bad-ass dinners instead of a buyout or or uh, or giving you stuff backstage, right? 
Okay. We went, we went out with this promoter, and he is uh, he's an eater. He's an eater. And he took us to, like, Sydney or Brisbane's, like, number one crab place. And they bring out this mud crab and king crab. And these are big-ass uh, crabs, boys. Like, this yeah. is ridiculous. Crab's a job, and, too, and, and I'm not even going to do crab because, again, fingers and, and, and oils on my... Things. So I sat there not eating or having a salad or whatever, and I watched this guy. He, he had the bib. He put something on his shoulders. I don't even know what that is. But Shoulder has, pads? I, I, I guess. I, I, I don't know. I don't do Helmet. the crab stuff very much. He had like a thing that went across his shoulders. And guys, I saw this man's face looking like, I mean, he had sauce from his upper nose. Like glistening? <laughs> oh, dude. Just like a circle. Like he got into it. And he did it. And he's clearly like a pro at this. And he did it. And w instead of wiping... He even said, oh, I'm just going to be like this until the end of the meal because I only have to wipe once. And I was just like, you've got and, to be kidding me. And you probably me. don't know anything else about him other than that. I only knew him from business. And he was, you know, such a delight. And, like, we had done good business together. But and all now this. when his name comes up, that's all you think about. <laughs> it is all I think yeah. about. And anytime somebody, like, my wife loves crab legs. And every time she's like, oh, man, that'd be awesome. Like, let's get some crab legs. Anytime she's seen it on TV, you know, like, let's get some crab legs. I'm always like, I can't do it, man. I think straight think to that, that restaurant. I, dude, I could even tell you where the fish tank was in the beginning. In the, in the in, I know the whole layout of it because all I did was sit there for an hour and watch Gonna him. Have quite a night. Destroy, <laughs> destroy mud you ever crab see? all over his face. <laughs> I can't do it. Like, you ever see somebody eat spaghetti like in public? That's weird. Yeah, good point. I mean, you can, you can clean up spaghetti a little. It's still probably not a good first date food, but you can get a spoon and, yeah, you do, and, the and spoon. do the twirl. Yeah, the spoon yeah. twirl and but not can... a lot of people do that. And you got no, noodles you... hanging, yeah. sauce you flying. Your fork is screeching across the plate yeah. or the spoon. That's like ramen, too. You're you know, slurping. I love ramen joints, mm -hmm. but man, if you're chopstick and ramen with a group. Well. <laughs> but but that's also like somewhat <laughs> right. acceptable. So that and that's the, and yeah, that's the flip it's, here. If you're in Japan, it's yeah, not a if, great first date though. Yeah, yeah. If if you're in Japan and you see people slurping though, that's yeah, we're that's not like in Japan. Normal. It does change yeah. your whole perspective on it. I mean, it was almost a deal breaker in my relationship. My girlfriend, uh, my my partner Tina, is a <laughs> eats like a straight up caveman, dude. Like <laughs> I'm talking, she'll admit it. I'm not saying anything she wouldn't admit. Like she's that person. Like. Sauce queen, she's got eight, she's got ranch, four different hot, ghost pepper, Carolina Reaper. She's putting, like, 13 sauces on everything she eats and, like, eats with her fingers. And I know she'll have sauce on her face, and we'll be watching a movie, and I'll be, like, trying to eat my food, and I'll look over at her, and she's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, she gets lost in the moment. And I love her. I love her to death. But, man, when but we I'm, first but started I'm dating, sure. I was like, Whew. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, when he first started over dating, it. was she like that? Yeah, she was worse. <laughs> I've like I've you tamed the beast. Uh, yeah, I've tamed the beast a little. <laughs> you know what she used to do, dude? And we would in public in a restaurant, she would like eat stuff with her fingers that was not finger food. Oh, like what? Just like I mean, ravioli or something? What mashed potatoes, dude? I'm talking like what? she would just be like mashed potatoes. Yeah, she was like raised by wolves or something, and then she would take her fingers. If she had sauce on them, and if she, there was like a glass of water she was drinking of at the table, she'd birdbath it. No, that's not true. Oh. I swear this to can't God. be true. She would put her fingers yeah. in there and be like, That's a keeper. She used like, it as a sink bowl? Yeah, oh, just like, man. and I'm like, and then drink it. No. I yeah. guess it's all going She's to the She's a psycho, place. dude. <laughs> she doesn't do it anymore. She has a great I, immune I system. I was like, look. She has a great immune system. I cannot handle this.
And she just like, she had Russian parents, dude. She wasn't, she didn't have like extended family. She was just living La Vida Loca, like a little caveman her whole life. Dude. <laughs> and listen, I'm, I'm weird when it comes to eating in front of people. I'm, I'm weird about it. It's just one of my many quirks. I get it. I get it. It's a vulnerability. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not afraid of somebody taking from my plate. I'm just like, am I, am I opening my mouth too wide to get this piece of food in? Am I, wh mm. what are people thinking? Yeah, yeah. I had a thing for a while with like French fries because I remember people, uh, my, my buddies, back in school actually and then in the band days as well, uh, would, would make fun of me as I would always stick my tongue out, I guess, when I eat fries. And I never, re <laughs> and I never realized that. I don't feel that. It's you not do eat strange. I do? Oh, yeah. When you eat something with a spoon... Oh, well, that's You're because very I, I flip odd. it because I don't want any remnants still left on the spoon. You flip Watch it. Watch this guy eat something with a spoon. Yeah, see, I got a, I got a disgusting. <clears throat> I got like a, a overnight oats thing over here. And when I do it, so you put it in like this, and then you flip the spoon and use your tongue to get rid of the, oh. on the, on the thing. How's that weird? That's, it's clean. Nobody I'm eats trying to be way. as clean. And they say, what's well, trying to be as clean and efficient. All the taste buds are on your no, tongue. No, it's, it's so. true, yes. The taste buds are on your tongue, so they tell you, maybe flip a piece of pizza over. Perhaps I'm doing it right, Riz, and you're uh -huh. doing it wrong. Maybe I am, but it looks weird. With the fries, though, I like direct them in with my tongue because I don't want something. And I'm a ketchup guy. I like ketchup on my fries. I sure. don't a dip. I don't want that touching my lips. I don't want ketchup on my lips. I don't want anything on my lips. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> How wide do you open, dude? I don't. Wide, I like, don't. Ah. I don't open wide. I let my tongue guide it in. Oh, okay. It's like it's I like a he's like a frog guided it's, in. It's like a ramp. You know, it goes. Eh, and, you know, I, I put it on the tongue, and the tongue says, "Come on in, man." <clears throat> it's just weird to watch. It is. Yeah. What are you watching me eat for? Because you're doing it in front of me. I can't help but observe. <laughs> okay. You guys can judge my hide own. and shame, like be in shame and stand yeah. in the corner, like I would. I used to. I used to. The, the fry thing, the, the tongue thing really, like, messed with me for, for a while. <laughs> it really did. I was like, man, I, I guess I'm bizarre. I guess I'm a monster over here. I got to stop doing this in front of people. Well, sir, I'm excited about fish fries coming up. Maybe I'll hit up my first one this Friday. I don't know. But I'm seeing the signs out in front of all the parishes now. Fish fry Friday. Happy Lent, everybody. And also with you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So I'm weird, but there, Ben, there are a lot of weird people out there. And I should have gotten to this yesterday during um, Six Time Fun Facts. But uh, there's a guy who says he's sexually attracted to inanimate objects. Uh, and he is uh, in a committed relationship with a bunch of balloons. <laughs> a bunch. A bunch of balloons. What if one gets jealous? Is well, the guy from Up? <laughs> he's from uh, Mumbai, India. He's uh, 20 years old. And he says, what started as a friendship is now something warm. He says, I like their presence and warmth and, and share intimate feelings with my balloons and vice versa. When you're in love, you spend a lot of time together and accept all kinds of flaws. Now, according to the guy, the balloons communicate with him through telepathy and dreams, and they share each and every thought, feeling, and emotion. Is he mad at our government for shooting down one of his ladies? Oh, man, I didn't think about him. Man's a cousin, man. Mm-hmm. He identifies as objectum sexual, meaning that he's sexually attracted to inanimate objects. Remember in the 90s, or maybe it was the 80s, 80s and 90s, we started seeing this stuff on 2020 and uh, and all that. And they would kind of put a spotlight on it, you know, and it was like a, I mean, basically like a look how weird this guy is. Uh, before there was the My Strange Addiction and all that kind of stuff. Have we had any sort of like real psychological breakdowns on 
on the falling in love with objects? Like, do, do we know... Is it something in childhood? Is it something that... that uh, there was a study done missing? in 2019. I'm being serious. Like I, I, there's got to be some sort of... Well, and, and I'm glad you asked that because I did look into it. And, and there is a study and uh, that those who express sexual desire for objects tend to be on the autism spectrum. And you may have a condition called synesthesia, which is when a person experiences one of their senses through another. Oh, it's like when you see colors type situation. Yeah. Oh, right now you smell colors. Smell colors. Everybody sees colors. I don't know what. <laughs> Not everybody. Well, you don't smell them? You don't smell smells and see colors? Well, and he also said his <laughs> balloons share his bed and they have a physical relationship. He says, every morning I wake up. I wake up by saying, good morning. And giving a kiss to my balloons that sleep beside me. And he says he makes out with the balloons. Makes out with them. Of Think all, of all the hair and stuff stuck to him. Well, of all things, mm. what a difficult... What a difficult object to maintain. This dude's like showing up at kids' parties and he's making balloon animals. He's just making it rain, dude. That's like his strip club. Like, oh, make a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Woo! In 2021, uh, he says things reached a new height in the relationship when he uh -huh. realized he was in love and popped the question. <laughs> Since I've confessed my love for my balloons, my life has changed for the better. Our love is so strong, I cannot live without them. And he says he does not go anywhere without his lovers. I could talk to him, take him shopping, take him for a walk. The balloon should have the freedom and the chance to see the world. And that's the reason why I walk with him everywhere. Even though as long as, uh, his love is strong, the balloons are still very fragile and accidents do happen. I'm glad to hear he walks everywhere with him because that does, they're da dangerous driving companions. You're not supposed to have balloons in your yeah, car point. When, you're, when you're driving, remember? Because, you know, they, they can they, obscure they your views. He says the balloons are just as fragile as a human baby. I need to protect them from all danger, from sharp objects, changes in temperature. And he yet, says that's because of the dangers. He has to supervise his balloons at all time. Hmm. But despite his watchful eye, Scott, sometimes the balloons do pop. Well, he said he popped the question. That seemed dangerous. He says, he says one day while inflating a few balloons with a pump, a balloon hey. got popped. If you like it, then you should have put a string on it. <laughs> <laughs> I cried for the loss, and after that, I became more careful. When there is a when there is a sudden death of balloons, I try to resurrect them by reinflating them. If I can't, ah. I give them a funeral by digging and covering them with the soil. Eh, I guess if you're happy. If you're happy. Yeah. Mm. I wonder what that is. There's something else going on there, though. That's not just uh, attraction to inanimate objects. He, he, he thinks that they're telepathically communicating with Yeah, there's, there's some something other, up there. There's some other rocks go getting kicked around upstairs there, I think. Yeah, we've seen stories of people falling in love with, uh, when we had one, uh, a woman fell in love with a Ferris wheel, mm -hmm. a yeah. woman with a bridge. A lot of people with cars, which I guess I understand. Cars yeah. are pretty cool. That one lady married the Eiffel Tower. I remember that. Yeah. A lot of cars, couple couple dolls. Uh, wasn't one like a some sort of like kitchen appliance? Wasn't it like a blender? Probably. It was like a blender or something, right? Or maybe maybe that was just a, a goof. There was an article. Maybe we had this is real though. A few years ago. Well, I think this was possibly real as well. It was it was an it was an item in the kitchen. It was an electric something. Maybe it was a blender, toaster. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it might have been a toaster. Something like that, where it was just a wow. objectum. Sexual. My buddy Eric married a St. Louis style pizza. 
Oh, yeah. And I Mr. Remember that was Mr. A... Gary presided. All right. <laughs> yeah, I remember it. that. So, you know, the love is love. hospitality. Yeah. He was a great That's minister. Right. That's right. Um, and Crab on Celebrities yesterday, uh, you talked about uh, Richard Belzer. Mm-hmm. Richard Belzer passed away. Uh, R.I.P. Were you a fan? Uh, for, yeah. I mean, he was quintessential like 80s guy probably a little before my time but Mm -hmm. uh they've been my record label has his catalog so they've been sharing a lot of stuff online and i've been watching some vids and he's old school baby old school yeah yeah yeah. like a very very angry comic right yeah he was a very angry guy he was definitely of that ilk of comics of like rent i'm getting some things off my chest yes yeah yes and and they said his last words were f you mother effer like, yeah. those are Richard Belzer's last words. And and people are like, wow, that was quite fitting. Hmm. Quite fitting for Richard Belzer for those to be his final words. And who is he talking to? He says his friends. His friends say the actor's last words were, F you, mother effer. Who knows who he was talking to? It could be, because they never said what he died from. Mm-hmm. Could have been, you know, talking to whoever. I said it to the wrong person. They have said it to the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what would you want your last words to be? You ever thought about it? I think about it. Yeah, I know you do. I thought about it. There, uh, one of the coolest books my dad ever gave me was like Famous Last Words. I forgot what it was, what the title is, but it is a huge book of the resting places of of all sorts of historical figures. Um, you know, even like walking directions as to how to get there and their their last words. And there are some really really interesting ones. And yeah, I got, I got a, some of the more famous ones here. It's a fascinating book. Fascinating book. So think about what your final words would I got you'd want to be. Yeah. Uh like you Eugene O'Neill who was a playwright. He died as he was dying in a hotel. He goes he goes, "I knew it. I knew it. Born in a hotel room and goddamn it, I'm dying in a hotel room." Charles Gusman who was a TV announcer said, "And now for a final word from our sponsor." <laughs> Nice. I think I, I know it. Might. So drummer Buddy Rich, uh, when asked uh, by a nurse before going into surgery, is there anything you can't take? And he goes, yeah, country music. And then he died <laughs> in, on, in surgery. Who's the one that said, uh, it's either the curtains, it's either the curtains go or I do? Oh, Super yeah, famous. Like Oscar Wilde or something. Buddy Rich went hard on hating country music. Yeah. I've seen several interviews where he was just ruthless about His it. final words were trashing country music. Yeah. Uh, James W. Rogers, who was a convicted murderer, when asked for his uh, last request before dying by firing squad, he said, bring me a bulletproof vest. Bob Hope, when his wife asked him where he wanted to be buried, he, he said, surprise me. Uh, John Sedgwick, general of the Union Army. As he was shot mid-sentence, oh, is this? He said, "They couldn't hit an elephant at this." T-. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's a famous one. There's a few famous ones from the Civil War. One, one uh, I forget, um, uh, not a general, but maybe a uh, uh, a major or somebody um, went down and said something like, uh, "Let us let us rest under the shade of the trees," and then died. He died there. It was like like a really beautiful line. So Alexander Graham Bell, you know, scientist. After his wife said, don't leave me, he goes, no. Winston Churchill said, I'm bored with it all. (laughs) He just said no? Yep, said no. (laughs) Uh, Humphrey Bogart said, I should have never switched from scotch to martinis. (laughs) Oh, man. Something about food or drink. All right, famous last words. Okay, for me, it'll be, I promise I won't get hurt. Or, uh, hey, you guys, watch this. Yeah. Or... uh, 
Oh, that lion won't attack me. Or, it's deep enough. Watch me. <laughs> or, I checked. It's not loaded. Oh, man. I know what I'm doing. Or, uh, I'm not going too fast. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. That 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 is probably... I can handle it. That's probably the most famous last words. I right? know what I'm doing. That's been uttered. I've, dude, I've done this a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. Watch this, and I know what I'm doing. Have to happen every day. Oh, who was uh, was it? Um, Steve Jobs was. Oh wow. Yeah, I think so. That was his. Like he went own. He went full own Wilson. No, dude, he went wow. own Wilson. Meets <laughs> David Bowman. Like he, you know, my God, it's full of stars. Oh wow. So what would your final words be if you had a choice? If I had a choice, I'm sure you're going to give me trouble about this. It would be something like, I love you all, and I'm so thankful. I'm just so thankful for life. I've been given every every moment. Okay. And I mm. would go out with that. No flair? That is flair. <laughs> That's the right flair. Nice. Rafe? I feel like mine's got to be funny, right? I got yeah, You're go. a comedian. That's yeah. what you want. I mean, if I'm going out, i got to go out on a, on a laugh. I don't know what it'd be. I think it'd be funny to quote Mark Twain and just be like, the rumors of my demise have been greatly exaggerated. (laughs) (laughs) Scott? I was thinking, uh, wee! But I also think, uh, (laughs) (laughs) wow, I'm the last person alive. Hmm. We we fits you pretty well. We fits you. We, oh. Mine will outlive everyone. My, yeah, somebody said my last words would be noted and then die. Or, well, that's it. Well, that's yeah. all, folks. It would also Mine be- would be I've said enough. That Those would be my last words. Hmm. Yeah. It would be really funny if you, like, weak-voicedly just were like, come closer. <laughs> closer. Closer. I farted. <laughs> yeah, you done. Yeah. And you're out, dude? And you're out. Because that's funny in any language. Leave him laughing. It's the universal joke. <laughs> His last breath. It'd be awesome if you just get, like, you, you went, oh my gosh, I forgot to tell you. Yeah. Mm. That's it. And that's it. So we, leave him hanging. would be nice. Yeah, I think, I think mine would be, I've said enough, and then that's it. I hope it's not one of those, I've done this a hundred times, or I ain't going too fast. Yeah, yeah. Watch this. I hope it's not one of those. Trust me. I know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's this story about um, two uh, West Central Florida paramedics were suspended after pronouncing a man dead who was not. Oh, no. It's been happening a lot lately. Yeah, what's the deal? We've, We've been having more and more stories like this. So the paramedics from Clearwater Fire and Rescue were, how are you not fired for this? They were put on administrative leave. And this happened last Wednesday. Paramedics responded to a call about a 65-year-old guy who had a heart attack at a house. They got, this guy's dead. They said shortly after arrival, they declared him dead. He's dead. I want you to try for three days. To try to revive me. Yeah, just poke me with a stick. Like, do everything every, you can every to get minutes. me back here. You think I'm you think I'm I'm gone? Three days. How how are they not fired? They should never be allowed to work with people again. So they said responders pronounced the man dead shortly after their arrival. And then they called the 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 sheriff's office. Like, hey, I guess we're done here. Uh called the sheriff's office. They left. And then a deputy who was there probably 
ready to bag him up. Said, oh, this guy's still breathing. Oh, man. Like, this guy is alive. And I think they called another paramedics team to come in, and uh, the guy's still alive. I mean, he's in the hospital. It's not like he was living barely and then, you know, died, because we've seen those stories. Yeah. Like, it, to the guy's barely alive, weakest pulse you could possibly imagine. Sure. And then, you know, they bring him to the hospital, and he, he winds up dying, you know, a couple hours later. No, this guy is still in the hospital. Like, probably will be okay. Wow. And I can't believe they just suspended these people. So about 28 minutes elapsed between the initial call and then the other <clears throat> ambulance crew coming. Man. Goodness. Is this a small town or something? No, it's, it's Clearwater. Oh, okay. Like Pinellas County. That's a pretty big area. Uh, the uh, the Clearwater interim city manager said the actions of the two paramedics were not up to the city standard. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, man. That's ni- that's nightmare fuel right yeah. there. Yeah, it is. That right there is nightmare fuel. Or people are coming back to life. And we we should be making some plans. Let's not discount that. Imagine that guy walks into the office a couple weeks later. Uh, excuse me. Um is there I'd like to file a formal complaint. <laughs> Turns out hell was full. So here I am. Man, he finds out that those guys are still working. Yeah, it sounds like some great scene in a movie where some mobsters get some fellows that work for the EMS and they go in and they're like, yep, he's dead. He's dead. Oh, man, that's a that, check. Can those, just leave? those are the last words that I don't want. It's the uh, Menelinos from uh, Dumb and Dumber. But he goes, uh, you heard him. Those were his last words. Anybody, when he says the gurgle, and he yeah. goes, "Not if you count the gurgle." <laughs> oh, my, somebody says my last words would be, uh, "I gotta get out of here." I gotta get. I gotta out get out of here. That's a great one. Definitely. I gotta get out of here. All right, your Team Riz Rep of the Day is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Pacific, Missouri, Kelly Hall is our Team Riz Rep. Kelly dedicates every day to the Riz Show. She does not start working until the show's on. Loves our camaraderie, hearing about our families and all the games. Uh, she says uh, the Riz Show makes it worth getting up early and going to work every day. Well, that's awesome. Thank you. Kelly Hall from Pacific is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, podcasters. Riz here for locally and family-owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. In business since 1976, along with their team of 600-plus expert tire and automotive service technicians who live right alongside you in the communities where they work. Whatever you drive, car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV, you can count on the friendly folks at Dobbs to provide you with the tires you need just right for your vehicle and driving style at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. And you can count on Dobbs uh, Service Pros for expert auto service done right the first time, including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. With 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri, complete 
full-service tire and automotive care has never been so convenient. Take the time to check out Dobbs' money-saving February specials at go2dobbs.com, then drive into any of the Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for expert tire and auto service and for fantastic savings using Dobbs' February deals today. Go2dobbs.com. Hey, podcasters, if you're somebody who suffers from chronic sinus infections, it's misery. You know it. I'm talking about two or three sinus infections a month. You should have a consultation with Dr. Gould at St. Louis Sinus Center. If you're suffering from facial pain and drainage and pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to get yourself fixed up. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center and ask about their balloon sinus dilation. It's easier than going to the dentist. It's proven to be as effective as your traditional sinus surgeries. Now, a balloon sinus dilation, minimally invasive procedure, 90 to 95% of patients who have this procedure should never have to have another sinus procedure in your life. Believe there can be relief. Call St. Louis Sinus Center, 3144-RELIEF. That's 3144-RELIEF. Or hit them up online, stlsinuscenter.com, stlsinuscenter.com, St. Louis Sinus Center. So Chesterfield Fence and Deck, they've been around for 55 years. Chesterfield Fence and Deck has been one of St. Louis's top names in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. They provide the best and longest lasting outdoor products available with their skilled installation team who carries out their mission to be the very best in customer service. And they do, I mean, I got to test all that. I have a great new deck in my backyard. We did the underdecking and a great new fence to keep the dogs in the yard. Locally owned and operated, go to the showroom, see the beautiful displays of those fences and decks and pergolas and sunrooms and screen rooms, patios and more. Free in-home estimates and all the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And uh, they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. If you mention the Red Show this month, Chestful Fence and Deck, 48 months interest-free financing. It's Chestful Fence and Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hey, hey, this is Mark Norman coming at you, fatties. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz, you big fat douche. Welcome back to the Riz Show, presented by the Fast Lane. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Mick Ultra Studio Camps, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. So in about 48 minutes, we've got a pretty big concert announcement to make. Big one, Rafe. I'm sorry. I was trying to mouth it to you without giving it away. Oh. I think I, I got to guess. You think you know what it is? I got to guess. All right. Well, 48 minutes. And you know what? It's a show that I will 1,000% be at. Ooh. 1,000% will be at the show. It, it, it's, on a, it's on a weekday, so we're not getting a day off next week. 30, and that's the podcast show. Nope. That's not what I'm talking about, Scott. <laughs> the show will be on a Saturday. Uh, we also got a uh, matchup with Moon coming up. King Scott's going to bring the questions. Uh, Ray Williams today. is here. Born all birthday. Robin Celebrity's coming up. So you were talking about you were on the road and you ordered DoorDash and yep. you ordered a quesadilla. Came in an IHOP bag and you <laughs> asked the DoorDash driver, what's, what's this? Yeah. What's, what's up, about? man? You gave me the wrong food. And he goes, nah. They run this little side 
side hustle out of the kitchen, and I'm like, I don't like this. I mean, I paid. I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I feel like your listeners are family. Uh, I paid eighty dollars. Okay, it was three in the morning. Pickens was slim. Uh-huh. Me and the other comic, I was uh, uh, opening for me on the road. I was like, I'm gonna buy something to eat. We had two long shows, two really good shows, and then I was like, oh, look at these quesadillas, the pictures. Mm, yum, mm. Yum, 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 yum. And I get them, and I'm like, oh man, what are these? Is it a bait and switch? Yeah, I mean they weren't good. I mean they were IHOP quesadillas, and I, I respect. I got respect IHOP. I think IHOP is Denny's hotter cousin, like the one you should have taken to prom. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I, I like their desserts. I think their pancakes are a little better. I think they're, uh, uh, you know, they got stuffed French toast, mm-hmm. all kinds of crazy good stuff. That's just like if I'm going to get IHOP, I'm going to get breakfast food. I'm not going to get. So don't trick me. Yeah. So it's so to you, it's a bait and switch. It is. And there are a couple of these restaurants that have these. I mean, do you call them ghost kitchens or you just call them? Those are not ghost kitchens. Those are, those are fronts. I, I think they're calling them virtual restaurants. Yeah. Well, okay. that's probably why I'm not that's, finding a that's great. That's cute. That's so, just a, a good list. That's but just not a, a way list. to get around saying what it is. Okay. So if and you I'd be to- totally fine with this as far as marketing goes if it said. The Meltdown by Denny's. By Denny's. So, okay, yeah. so there's there's It's Just Wings. So if you see a place, It's Just Wings, I believe that Pizza is Hut. also, I believe that is also IHOP. Ugh. Oh, I thought that was. Uh, I didn't even know they had wings. I thought that IHOP. was Applebee's or Fridays or something like that. Let me see. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Chili's. 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 Yeah, yeah, Chili's. Yeah. Chili's is It's Just Wings. All right. There's Thrilled Cheese, which is IHOP. Mm-hmm. Pasquale's Pizza and Wings, that's Chuck E. Cheese. Cosmic Wings, that's Applebee's. The Burger Den and the Meltdown, Denny's. I cannot find a full list unless those are the only real ones out there. Well, I mean, what they're is, figuring. They haven't been uncovered much. yet, probably. Pasta Americana is Ruby Tuesdays. Libby's Barbecue, Ruby's Tuesday. Um, oh, really? It's just yeah. not fair. It's not It's not fair to me who's looking for, like, a mom and pop. I'm looking for a local, and I see something called the Meltdown. I'm like, whoa, yeah. this is a great idea. I'm so happy yeah, finally somebody all... did this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait to hear some, or to see some St. Charles, downtown St. Charles local Meltdowns yes. shop. This is going to be sick. Was... And then I go, what the hell? Uh, this, is, this is the same bread at Denny's. Or this is the Crisco <laughs> Melt, man. That sucks. <laughs> Which is fine. I think that bothered me underneath it all too. That's a good point. I thought like, I was. I thought I was helping mom and pop. Yeah. Man. Well, that's when you bring. When you go to a different city, I'm always like, I don't go to Burger King. When I go to Cincinnati, I go to Skyline Chili. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I go find. I get, I check out the local fare, uh, and the greasier the spoon, the better. I like that. I. That's me. That's who I am as a human. I am a walking loose meat sandwich. You know what I mean? Like I am a walking. <laughs> I want a diner where I watch them cook my food, and I don't care. Then the cigarette is hanging out of their mouth with a long ash on it. As long as it's good, you I don't, don't care. care, dude. Well, let's say you hate Applebee's, and you've had their wings, right. and you hate their wings. When you see Cosmic Wings, you go, oh, here's a new wing place I'm going to try. Oh, these are out of this mm-hmm. world. Yeah. Well, but like- yet you're getting the stuff you had from Applebee's that you don't like. Right. Yeah, like that new wing place that opened Earth City, uh, Wings Out. It's Dave and Buster's. <laughs> oh, wow. That's awesome. That's the Dave wing department, Red Robin. The wing department? Yeah. Is Red Robin. Chicken Sammy's, Red Robin. Tender Man. Shack, Outback. 
Well, also, if you, see, if you see Denny's, something comes to mind. Yeah, you and know you... why? Denny's, because I've had Denny's. When I'm ordering from a name that I've never ordered from, I'm expecting something new. It's, yep. not, yeah. it's not any slight on what I'm getting. It's the fact that I already know what this is. I don't right. want Chuck E. Cheese I was pizza. trying to no. be adventurous and try something new. Yes, that's why I was my point when I was talking about Dado's. Is I'm like, I love that place. They got like... Good euros, and you think you're getting that. You think you're getting. I mean, you're like at least you're getting a chance in another city where you're like, oh, this could be their secret spot. This could be their mm -hmm. dados. This could be their little secret mom and pop place, like you're talking about. And then you find out it's like <laughs> trash. It's so disappointing. It's eighty dollars trash wings from Applebee's. Yeah, I, like, I, I almost got caught with the Pasquale's thing. I wanted to order pizza. And I went, oh man, there's this new, this new pizza joint near me. Huh? I never heard of Pasquale's. <laughs> and come to find out, it's it's Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Sounds legit. Well, Pasquale. So Pasquale. I, why would I not get it? From, I'm sure a guy named Pasquale makes great pizza. Yeah. Listen to what I have to do with my voice when I say Pasquale. And, and he probably puts his fingers in like, uh, Has to. hey, Pasquale's. Like, how would you describe this? He, put your fingertips together. Yeah, yeah. Pasquale's. But, but it's the mouse doing that. Wait, is it a mouse? Is Chuck E. Cheese a mouse? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is he Pasquale the mouse? Oh, well, sometimes. <laughs> oh, my wife just texted me. She says, does Mr. does Mr. Beast use Red Robin as a front here? He uses something. I, I think it's because uh, we've my, my son has begged to order that multiple times. I'm like, it's a Look ghost kitchen, Look up Mr. Beast dude. and so Red I just, Robin. I saw that um, Mr. Beast uses. I know Mr. Here. Beast, a YouTuber. He's got the Mr. You know, Mr. Beast Burger. Oh yeah. And you know he he gets all the kids to. I need to get a Mr. Beast burger. It says it is yeah. Mr. Red Robin, Ruby Tuesdays, On the Border, and Buka. Oh, uh, so I guess depending on where he is, yeah, or wh whatever restaurant picks it up, will use their kitchen. Yeah, that's it, brilliant. So, how yeah. does that work? Where he just probably gets a tiny little percent because he's not paying for anything, right? He's just branding. I don't know. Just licensing. I don't know. Um, Interesting. That's great. Be careful, for him. guys. Let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. All right. So, this is a bad story here. And, and a bunch of people had, had been hitting us up about this. Two teenagers from St. Charles arrested looking at charges for the shooting death of a 15 year old girl uh, from Lake St. Louis. So, the shooting happened on Saturday night. There's not many details about this. What we do know is a 17 year old boy who was with the girl who passed away told police that they'd been asked to meet two people near Oak Avenue and Perry Street. That's out uh, just east of Lindenwood. And they haven't said what the meeting was about. They get to the spot. Two people approach. There was a gun. Announced a robbery. The 17-year-old and the 15-year-old hop in their car, try to take off. Car was shot at. 15-year-old girl hit in the chest. Oh. And with the help of people in the area, a 16-year-old and 17-year-old were arrested. Uh, a 9-millimeter handgun was found at a house in St. Charles. Uh, the two boys have been charged with second-degree murder, first-degree robbery, assault, armed criminal action. Uh, the two are being kept at a juvenile detention center now, uh, and they're not sure if they're going to be charged as adults. Ruined lives. So dumb, man. All over. So dumb. So that's all we know right now about that story. So sad, man. Uh, yep. I do like this next story because it does have a happy ending. The St. Francis County Sheriff's Department getting some attention after posting a step-by-step -step account on Facebook of how deputies and their canine took down a guy stealing catalytic converters. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yep. 
happy ending, guys. And it started when they got uh, reports of uh, converters being stolen from the Park Hills area between Saturday and yesterday. Investigators say whoever it was was driving a side-by-side. Early yesterday morning, deputies found the dude. They start chasing him. Chase ended on Hovis Road, where St. Franny, uh, Francis County Sheriff's canine unit was waiting. Suspect, this guy Kevin Moore of Deloge, got out of the side-by-side, took off. Cops are like, hey, we got, we're going to send the dog. We're going to send the dog after you. Send it. And you know that dog ain't stopping before it gets good. a chunk before of you. Before it gets Oof. what it's looking for. Oof. This is my dark fantasy. So after being warned the dog was coming, tail the dog was released. Kevin tried to fight the dog. Dog won. <laughs> Kevin taken into custody and then taken to a hospital for his injuries. What happened? Where to tail the dog get him? No. Uh-oh. Now the sheriff's, dep- uh, sheriff's deputies aren't directly saying what the injury to Kevin was. Whoa. Was it on his converter? But their Facebook <laughs> post says Kevin was caught by the jewels. Oh, <laughs> it was. Man. Hey, that's what happens when you steal other people's hey. undercarriage. Yeah. You don't want to steal their jewels, man. <laughs> Run the jewels. And they explain that police canines are trained to take down suspects in certain areas of the body and will do so by any means when a suspect tries to fight him. Even if that means a, quote, bite to the biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) That is a happy ending. That is a happy ending to that story. That sounds like a ghost kitchen. (laughs) Hey, I ordered some bite to the biscuit. uh, The dog showed up and just bit my crotch. (laughs) Uh, former President Jimmy Carter has entered uh, home hospice at his home in uh, Plains, Georgia. Uh, the Carter Center announced the news on Saturday. A statement said that uh, former President Carter had experienced a series of short hospital stays, and he's decided to spend his remaining time at his home with his family and re- uh, receive hospice care instead of additional medical intervention. His wife is still alive. Like they're both yeah. in their like late He's 90s. been very healthy. Incredible. He was building houses for Habitat yeah. for Humanity last year. Well, he year. beat brain cancer not too long ago. Yeah, but I mean, he. Uh, I guess besides that, he's. It seems like he's been fairly he's healthy. He's been pretty active. Yeah, man. Yeah, Tr- tremendously blessed. And it seems like, by all accounts, a great a great feller. Yeah, yeah. great guy. Yeah, you could, listen, you could say what you want about his presidency, but the guy, you know, all that Habitat for Humanity stuff, the guy never, you know, like a lot of former presidents, they sign these giant book deals and, you know, they become multi, multi, multi-millionaires. Right. When they get out of office. You know, they give speeches for a ton of money. Again, they, they sell their, you know, the books and stuff. Jimmy Carter lived in a $200,000 house. Yeah, he seemed to just want to do good. Uh, he was the 39th president of the U.S., served one term after beating Gerald Ford in the 76 election. Uh, basically, he's dedicated uh, his life to human rights initiatives over the past 40 years. 98 years old. Congratulations. Congrats. Yeah. Congratulations. Congrats, uh, this could be a good sign for Kamala Harris, uh, Nikki Haley, or, or Oprah Winfrey. Oh. In a new poll, people were asked if they think the U.S. will have a female president in their lifetime. And 56% said yes. 17% said no, and the other 27% were not sure. When asked which party, 41% said they think the first female president will be a Democrat. 21% think they'll be a Republican. 45% of seniors over the age of 65 expect to see a female president in their lifetime, which implies that they think it could happen sooner than later. Or just that they plan to live for another 30-plus years. 
But we almost had one with Roseanne Barr. That's that right. Close. That was very close. A <laughs> uh, couple from Columbia, Missouri. Just sentenced in federal court last week for a scheme to smuggle counterfeit Disney DVDs. Oh, boy. Yep, Not they were. Stuff that's in the vault? Don't mess with the mouse. Don't mess with the mouse. What are we talking about? Are we talking about Little Mermaid? Oh, and- dude, we're talking. Okay, so they were counterfeiting these DVDs, getting them into the U.S., and then selling them on eBay. 43-year-old Tabitha Rogers and her husband, 49-year-old Clint, sentenced separately. Tabitha got four years. Clint got one year. And it took a while to get through the whole court system. Back in uh, July of uh, 2014, Homeland Security got a tip that Clint had received more than 443 shipments of counterfeit DVDs from companies in Hong Kong Mm. known to sell and export counterfeit goods. One shipment contained 200 counterfeit Beauty and the Beast DVDs. Another shipment contained 260 counterfeit Aladdin DVDs. Undercover agents bought a bunch of the counterfeit DVDs from uh, from uh, Clint or from the family, the Rogers family on eBay back in February and March 2015. The Rogerses say they were genuine, authentic Disney products. In August of 2015, their house was raided and they were busted. Tabitha, the wife, admitted she was running the whole scheme, the day-to-day operations. She placed all the orders to Hong Kong, sent everything out to the customers. Apparently, the fake Disney stuff wasn't the only stuff they were selling. They were also selling fake Beachbody stuff. And eBay wound up canceling a bunch of their accounts because of, you know, you can't sell counterfeit merch. But they would just open new accounts. Wow. Keep it moving. I could just imagine. Sounds like a, a season of The Wire. I could just imagine Homeland Security, you know, getting a fake Aladdin DVD, opening it up, tasting it, going, it's pure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Rub it on your gums. Rub it on the gums. Ooh, a whole new world. Pure pure Walt. (laughs) This is pure Walt. That's a a big business doing that stuff. Uh, We all have dogs here. You you got a dog? I got two dogs. Two dogs. I got two dogs. Scott's got two dogs. I got one. Moon's got a dog. When you drive your, your dog around, does a dog like to stick his head out of the window? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She does. My little one has jumped out the window. Oh, really? Yeah, when he was little, he got pumped about, he saw another dog and just, like, forgot he was in a car. <laughs> and he was on my lap, and I had the window down too far, and he just, I watched it happen, dude. He just was like, uh. dog, going. And he went, and I just, I was going, like, 25, probably. I mean, pretty good clip. And I just saw him, like, do, like, five T- rolls in my roll. rear view mirror and pop up, and he was ready to play. He was fine. Oh, thank God. Wow. Man. What kind of dog? What kind of dog? Puggle. His name is Bocephus Merle Haggard Williams. That's his God-given name. That's a pretty name. Uh, Yeah, he just bailed. He just saw, like, a Cocker Spaniel walking down the street, and he's like, see what that guy's up to. And he just, (laughs) I learned a lesson that way. But, yeah, he likes, so now when I have them in the car, I only crack the windows. A little bit. Yeah. I can't Can't trust him, dude. Yeah, I can't trust him. I'm sorry, Bocephus, you cannot be trusted. He's went once, and then the big one, I got a big dog, too, and he likes to, he, he likes it more now. Because Bocephus is 15. He's getting kind of old. He likes yeah. to just kind of lay about. Congratulations. That's 93. Cat uh, yep. the dog, uh, my dog Cat, uh, loves to hang her head out the window. I mean, she will stand on, like, the the windowsill of the car. Yeah, the armrest. The armrest. And just, you know, like, almost regally, just stick her, like, close her eyes halfway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a shampoo commercial. But yet you can't, you can't blow in her face. 
Uh, yeah, they don't like that. They don't hilarious. like that. You can't blow your, you know, you can't blow in the dog's face, but uh, they'll stick their heads out the window. But you know, I had read that that could be dangerous for your dog. Well, of course. Why catching debris? Catching debris. Yeah. You know, bugs. Get something in the, yeah, bugs get something in the dog's eyes. Oh, okay. Come on. What have we done to dogs? Let them have it. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna. <laughs> you know, you domesticated wolves are gonna take away the window. I talk about this. Yeah. I'm on, just man. saying. I'm just saying. It almost seems cruel not to let dogs do this. Uh, they. I mean, when your dog sticks its head out the window, loves it so much, doesn't it? It's getting high. Yeah. It's an oxygen high. Yeah, high on life. <sighs> and it helps them not get car sick too, supposedly. Well, Doesn't Florida matter. is considering a new law that would make it illegal to let your dog stick its head out the window while you're driving. Doesn't Florida have other things going on? No. So that's a Democrat the last named thing. Lauren Book is in the Florida State Senate, and she is sponsoring the bill. Everything in it is supposed to keep uh, pets safe and present an- uh, prevent animal cruelty. Uh, the window thing is just part of it. For example, it would also make declawing cats illegal in Florida. Uh, bar people from driving with pets on their lap, Rafe. <clears throat> ban the sale of rabbits in the lead up to Easter because so many people abandon them later on. It's debatable whether those things are good ideas or not, but most people seem to think the window thing for dogs goes a little too far. If it passes, pet owners would be hit with a second-degree misdemeanor for letting their dogs do it. Yeah, if if it passed and if anybody would enforce it. And people who do support the bill say it would keep the dog safer in cars. I mean, for what it's worth, experts do caution people from doing it. Yeah, and I understand. Yeah, that. like high speeds, but Man. if you're going, just like he was saying, to 20 something miles per hour, it's uh, pretty guaranteed your dog's okay. Also, it's Florida, man. It's like 800 miles of coastline. Like, what better place? Yeah. Salt. To live free and easy and hang your head out the window and let the salt, you know, like, come on. That's silly. How about we work on not pronouncing people dead, Florida? Yeah. <laughs> and we leave yeah. the dogs alone. Mm-hmm. I'm all about the cats, though. I like the, it. The, the more I've learned about the uh, the decline of the cats, that's not a good thing. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Oh, by the way. I haven't researched it, but I loved that our cats were always declawed growing up, and it was nice. I never, you could play with them, and it was fun. Never got scratched. Right. Um, it's all about you. Yeah, it is. Screw the cat. Well, same thing with the dog out the window. It's about me. Hey, I have good fun. news, though. I think we actually may uh, we not lose a mammal, but I think we may uh, be a, a few mammals light here in the next while. Daughter's looking for a new home for the guinea pigs. Oh, yeah? Too, uh, too hard to take care of? Um, she just got so much going on, and she, I mean, she takes care of them spectacularly. These are the most well-manicured and well-taken-care-of animals on the block, I assure you. But, you know, there's just too many mammals in there. And, what do you uh, do to take care of a guinea pig? <clears throat> oh, dude, she cleans this cage. She clean, she cleans their whole... It's not even a cage. It's this giant open area that takes up half of her room. She cleans that thing every other day. I mean, full-blown, like, clean. There's a lot of... Those things poop every 17 seconds. <laughs> Probably one. 21 seconds. <laughs> yeah, every 21 they're seconds. They're healthy. I'm telling you, man, it's it's wild. And she's got three of them. But she, I mean, she is always working ah, with those animals. Smell bad. Ugh. Mm. Uh, they don't because she takes yeah. su- such good care. But, yeah. Um, yeah, she's like, I just don't have time. She's, Are you, you looking know, to rehome them? Do you, looking she, to rehome, yeah, if yeah. If you guys want guinea pigs, I got your guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hit me up, man. I got your guy right here. It's three of them. Uh, we, we knew AI would come for our jobs eventually. Mm. Uh but I didn't think about it happening like this. So the Washington Post just did a big write-up on how companies are now using AI, artificial intelligence, to choose who gets laid off. Ooh. So Google laid off 12,000 employees last month, 
and people thought some of the layoffs seemed a little random. So they vented online and speculated that AI had a hand in it. Google claims that that's not the case. There was no algorithm involved in the layoffs. But that doesn't mean it's not happening at all. Someone polled 300 HR managers last month, and 98% said they expected to use software or algorithms to help make decisions about layoffs this year. Now, on its surface, it seems like a pretty cold and inhumane way to can people. But some think it might level the playing field and make sure valuable employees don't get let go. Now, companies are also already using this type of tech in other ways, too, you know, including choosing who the best person to hire for a position. For example, AI can compare skill sets and weed people out. It can also predict a person's flight risk, meaning they, they take the job and then jump ship a year later. But it's not good at everything. At like, like it might not recognize that a company has issues with discrimination. So it could automatically assume women and people of color are more likely to jump ship. In other words, uh, things could get dicey if HR starts blindly following mm-hmm. the advice without questioning it. Yeah, right now we're in a good position to like see what it says and then evaluate all that it says. Instead of relying on anything. Also like to see if any HR people are getting laid off by AI. And if not, (laughs) I question the methods. There's no programmer. Seems like somebody would get the axe there if that's what AI is doing your job. That's literally whose job it's doing. Looks like uh, HR spared again, huh? Interesting. Mm. Interesting. (laughs) Uh, Elon Musk uh, did this a couple months ago and, and everybody... Piled on, but it looks like at least one person liked the idea. Mark Zuckerberg. Facebook just announced they're adding a paid verification option, just like Twitter's. But instead of a blue check mark, you get a you get a blue badge. It's called Meta Verified. They're testing it in Australia and New Zealand this week. Plan to roll it out to more countries soon. The web version costs twelve bucks a month, or it's or it's fifteen if you want it through your phone app. That's compared to eight and eleven dollars for Twitter Blue. But uh, Zuckerberg's version covers you on Facebook as well as Instagram. And, huh. You have to verify your identity with a government ID. So I guess you get like an extra second to delete something or whatever. Uh, So it's just like Twitter. It's supposed to add more protection, keep people from impersonating you. Uh, You also get direct access to Facebook's customer support, which some people say is the only part worth paying for. But Facebook thinks the verification system will be useful, especially for influencers and businesses. Now, nah. if if you already have verification on those things, what do they do there? Gonna On Facebook, charging, do they? You're going to start charging it to keep it, or are you grandfathered in? Like, what, what's the what's? I the, don't know. Twitter's <sighs> tiered out. I think. Ask Mark for me. I'll ask Mark. No, I'm not talking about Twitter. I'm talking about the other ones. Right. I'm saying I wonder if they'll follow that model. I think Twitter's tiered out to where like the blue check people who were verified are now like uber verified. It's like a gold check. I don't know what it is. But they but. have to pay. Uh, I don't know. I, I think people that are like verified influencers that went through the process, there still has to be a line of demarcation because that's what our society is built on is, you know, status. So there's like, I can get on Twitter with a thousand followers and get a blue check mark right now versus somebody that's got a million. Mm. That doesn't want to pay for it. That doesn't get <clears throat> a check is what yeah, I Yeah, but I mean, if you got a million Twitter followers, you're probably good 12 bucks a month. But I'm, I think that there's a line of demarcation of some kind. Somebody knows. Tweet it at me. <laughs> Tweet me on my tweet. Uh, Finally, Consumer Reports has released its list of the most reliable, safest, and affordable cars for 2023. And the top of the list is the, any guesses? 
Wait, what was the, what was the list? The most reliable, safest, and affordable cars. Ooh, uh, um, Chevy Volt. No. Honda Civic. The Toyota Corolla Hybrid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Corolla Hybrid got the top spot for fuel efficiency at an EPA estimated 50 miles a gallon. Corolla's still crushing, dude. The only thing I could ever say bad ever about owning a Corolla, because I loved my Corolla. Uh, They got the adaptive cruise control, automatic headlights, and a price point of under 25 grand. Only thing I could say was some guy with a really small penis that uh, was angry about a move I made on the road, and some big giant SUV went by and cussed me out and at the end it was like something about your blah 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 and your crappy car and I went what? I, <laughs> I just got to listen I went he just insulted my car I love my Corolla this thing rules so the Corolla Hybrid was one the Corolla Cross is the second best vehicle for its similar features to the Corolla Hybrid uh, the third best vehicle to buy in 2023 is a Subaru Forester they say it's reliable spacious practical relatively fuel efficient and offers good visibility plus its suite of safety and driver assist features has also been upgraded for 2023. So you got the Corolla Hybrid, the Corolla Cross, and the Subaru Forester, the top three reliable, safest, affordable cars for 2023, according to nice. Consumer Reports. And that is your news. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We've uh, got some of your emails. And uh, 8 o'clock, pretty big concert announcement. Should I give a hint? Huge. Should I give a hint? All right. Here, here's a, a little hint, okay? It's a li- little hint. Okay. Little hint as to as to who it's going to be. That's your hint. Oh. I already know. That's your hint. That was all I needed. That's all I had. If you, if you are a fan of this band, you know, <laughs> you know what that off. is. Were you right in, in your guess? No. No, no, no. I was, because I once you said you were going to be there for sure, my guess went. Who would you think? Uh, I thought you were going to say uh, Jelly Roll. Mm. We did that yesterday. Oh, yeah. That was yesterday's announcement. Old news, right? Well, you know. Yeah, man. Sometimes it's good to sleep on something. <laughs> if you're someone that's wanting to find a single solution to support your brain, gut, and immune health, simplify your morning routine with easy habits, and need more energy throughout the day, then I have a solution for you. It's called AG1. AG1 is a nutritional supplement that you drink as part of your morning ritual. Just one scoop, mixed in water, once a day, every day. Not only does AG1 deliver your daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more, but it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. Just one scoop of AG1 covers all your nutrient gaps and supports your mental and physical health in just 60 seconds. The best thing about AG1 is that it's made with high-quality ingredients, including adaptogens, antioxidants, whole food source nutrients, Things that are going to give you that extra boost you need throughout the day. And every batch goes through a rigorous testing process so you know it's safe. Because, well, safety first. AG1 is a proud sponsor of the Rizzuto Show podcast. So if you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Exclusively at drinkag1.com slash Riz. That's drinkag1.com slash Riz. Check it out. I dare you. Hello, Riz Show podcasters. Yes, it's wintertime. Yes, it's cold. Yes, it's snowy. Yes, it's miserable. Let's start thinking about springtime. What's the condition of your deck? You need a new deck? How about a great deck? Are you jealous of your neighbor's deck? How about calling up Chesterfield Fence and Deck and uh, you know getting on the schedule to have a brand new deck 
for your backyard. You will be the envy of your neighborhood. They've been around for over 55 years now. Fences, decks, custom sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, and more. They're a company you could trust with your home. Uh, I've had them at my house. They gave me a new deck, got a new fence. Everything is amazing. And the accolades are just tremendous. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Better Business Bureau Torchwood winner, SBA family-owned small business of the year. Uh, all the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. Comprehensive material warranties are also provided. They offer the best exclusive warranties in the industry. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hello, Show podcasters. Yes, it's wintertime. Yes, it's cold. Yes, it's snowy. Yes, it's miserable. Let's start thinking about springtime. What's the condition of your deck? You need a new deck? How about a great deck? Are you jealous of your neighbor's deck? How about calling up Chesterfield Fence and Deck and, uh, you know, getting on the schedule to have a brand new deck for your backyard? You will be the envy of your neighborhood. They've been around for over 55 years now. Fences, decks, custom sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, and more. They're a company you could trust with your home. Uh, I've had them at my house. They gave me a new deck, got a new fence. Everything is amazing. And the accolades are just tremendous. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Better Business Bureau Torchwood winner. SBA family-owned small business of the year. Uh, all the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. Comprehensive material warranties are also provided. They offer the best exclusive warranties in the industry. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Woods Basement Systems. Boy, have they helped me out. The all things basement experts do all things basement. Basement waterproofing, foundation repair, crawl space repair, mold prevention, egress windows. But they also do concrete leveling. They can fix driveways. They've even raised a highway slab. I knew of their expertise with basements and now I know of their expertise with concrete leveling. Because I had a front porch situation that was dangerous. It was ugly. It was bad. It was a safety hazard. But Woods Basement Systems helped me out with concrete leveling and pier. So it's fixed forever. Go to moonloveswoods.com. There's a special offer for you today. Don't wait any longer. Do what I did and prevent further damage. These problems don't get better with time. They get better with woods because the problem will be fixed forever. Woods Basement Systems, the all things basementy experts. Check out that special offer at moonloveswoods.com. Hey, this is Kevin Nealon and you are listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. In about 10 minutes, we'll make a uh, pretty big concert announcement. I, I, listen, if anything, I'm excited about it. A I band right in my wheelhouse. I am, too. Are this, you? Yeah, this, well, yeah, because I've only seen this band once ever. And uh, it was kind of like this, this overwhelming, like, holy smokes. I was trying to like, kind of take it all in because I thought it might be the only time. Huh. But now I get to see them again. Uh, I know, Rafe, you said during the break that you were not allowed to see this band as I a kid. I was not. My mom was very much satanic panic. Uh, I used to hide their CD under my bed and like the wooden slats underneath your bed. Uh, <laughs> and she would find it, throw it away. I'd buy it again. Rebuy it? Yeah, I'd rebuy it or get it from a cousin. I had a cousin that was a good uh, a smut dealer. Uh -huh. uh, and he'd hook me up. But uh, I never got to see him. Well, the, I mean, there are your hints, by the way. So, at, Rafe, as a kid, you're in your 40s now. Yeah. Uh, this band was around. 
Oh, yeah. Moon never thought he'd be able to see this band again. They were hot. The, the first time I saw them was a couple of years ago. Yeah, with you. I was with you. It was the first time I saw them. That's right. That's I right. Ma- I made an impression. This time, this time, I didn't go, you weren't with me. I think you were there. Uh, we, we didn't were, go together. We were not far. You were you were on the floor, right? Well, I was on the floor. I was right. I will there. not make that mistake again. Yeah, I was right. <laughs> I will not make that mistake again. Why? Too old for the floor? No, I, it was in seats. There were seats. So there was the pit oh. area and there were seats. And I'm not blessed with height. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there was a guy that was about six foot two in front of me. And the entire show, this moron, held his phone up to record That's the entire thing. Yeah. So you're going to go up? I'll go. Do you want to get closer, front row, uh, or do you want to go up? No, I, I will never sit front row for a concert again. What? I did for Tool. He's got a lot it, of rules, man. No, I did. I sat front row for Tool. <laughs> they were at Enterprise Center. And you yeah. can't hear anything. The sound the, is meant for You're too close. Too close. The sound is meant for everybody in the back. Oh, you mean front row like floor? F- front row, like I for Tool, I sat in front of the guitarist. Gotcha. All I could hear was basically whatever was coming out of his guitar monitor. That's how close I was. Okay. It was cool to see. Great experience. But to get the entire... Scope of the show, you need to sit a little farther back. I owe it to the 13 year old me. Really, I'm being that's a lie. Nine year old me, because that was about when I was hiding the hiding this the CDs. particular this particular band this particular band CD. Uh, I think I owe it. I owe it to that guy to be like, look at me now, hmm. listening to the devil's music, <laughs> ma, <laughs> on my own terms. <laughs> Scott, would you be interested in seeing this band? Yeah, I definitely would. Okay. You didn't go last time? Mm-mm. I was busy. It was cool. Huh. Super yeah. cool. Tim being a jackass on, uh, this guy Tim loves me. He just keeps busting my balls <laughs> on the instant feedback. Uh, if the band is in your wheelhouse, does that mean they're uh, performing at your house so you don't have to go out in public? I will leave my house. Yeah. For this he, he will. Yeah. You jerk, Tim. But it would be awesome if they came to your house. <laughs> it, would, yeah. it would be great. I wouldn't, I wouldn't kick them out. I wouldn't say no. All right, so we're about a couple minutes away from that, about seven minutes away. Uh, some emails, uh, which you could send over, uh, ridgeshow1057thepoint.com, or like Jackass Tim over here, send your instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. Good morning, Ridge Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Wanted to reach out and ask for some assistance with fundraising for St. Jude. For the big 4-0, I decided to sign up for a half marathon in Las Vegas. Dang. Wow. For February 26th. That's not far off. That is five days away. Uh, Jeff Burton was always a huge inspiration to get me outside, get me moving, always helping out the kids. Can you please share the link for my fundraiser page and support the great people at St. Jude? Yeah, I sent that to you, Scott. Push that out. Good luck, uh, Kevin. It's from Kevin. Good luck. I know Jeff did a half marathon. Remember, he was training for that for a while. He, He wound up doing it. He did wind up doing that half marathon. Man, I just had a comic in New York wants me to come. He's turning 50. This dude's in good shape, though. One of the few comics I know that's in good shape, and he wants to do a full New York City marathon. Dang. He's like, do it with me. And I'm like, dude, I can't do the New York City 5K. I don't think. <laughs> that's not for you, He wants huh? to do it next year. Yeah. Who was it? Was it like, Bert? I need like nine years to train for that. I think it was Burt Kreischer who, who wound up running a marathon. 
like, and not really training for it. Oh, no. I think there's a special gene. What do they call it? The, uh, the mantle gene or something that you just, no matter how much you booze or do drugs or eat, you have this gene that you're able to accomplish these physical feats. I don't know. When I looked that up, when I put in his name, it says L.A. Marathon made Burt Kreischer fat. The guess, marathon made he him? Said, he says, running a marathon made me fat. I don't know how that would be. But I mean, I he said he's got this particular... <laughs> oh, Julie Burton says Jeff did three half marathons. Sure I know he was training, training his ass off for, that, for the half one. So sure enough, Kreischer the finished the marathon in five hours, 33 minutes. Huh. Is like, that... I'd take I that. I don't know what that is. I don't care if it's good. Just finishing is good. Absolutely. Me. Uh, not sure if you'll get to this, but uh, if you do, I hope you could discuss once again about proper tipping, uh, your service for delivery, etc. My daughter works in the West County Mall at a very delicious, well-known restaurant. I was there for my birthday dinner. Table of two adults, three kids, had a bill of 137 bucks. Hmm. Oh, man. Family tipped $1.40. Whoo! Here's what he did. He did the L.A. Marathon without a single day of training. Friends thought he was a fool, but he was like, oh, I'm a former high school athlete. I, athlete. I thought it'd be cake. It'd be fun. He did five hours, 33 minutes. He said, though, the leg pain hurt for so long, he did not walk for a week. His, he ruined his body. Quote, my legs didn't work, couldn't walk for a week. My muscles finally recovered, but in the, mean, in the meantime, I just ate and sat around. Oh, that, well, that's how he got fat. So the he recovery, couldn't, he couldn't yeah, move he's, after. he's saying the recovery took so long because <laughs> yeah. he destroyed his body doing well, it. No preparation. <laughs> With no prep, yeah. Did, did he talk about this having this, you know, this particular gene? Nah, this is a quick article just about that. The machine gene. I think he called it, it the mantle machine. gene. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Based on the reviews you gave a couple months ago, I've I filed away the name Paul Manos. My wife and I went there for our anniversary dinner. It was fantastic. Thank you for the recommendation. Five out of five stars for the restaurant. Three out of five stars for the show. Thank you, Drew. We got to back up and address. Tip your servers, man. That kind of got glazed over with this whole Burt Kreischer thing. That dollar forty tip, not cool. Not cool at all. Uh, you could pretty much pour hot coffee in my lap, and I'm going to give you 20%. I'm going to at least chalk it up to a bad day. You know what I mean? So uh, 137 bucks should be $26, $27 for a tip, right? Minimum, yeah. Minimum. If the, Well, that's 20%. That's 20%, yeah. $26, bucks, $1.40. Oof. Yikes. Oof. Yeah, there's some things that are worse than zero. You know what I mean? Like, that's almost a little more pointed then like well, at least a zero, you go, maybe they forgot. Yeah, or they're just like, maybe something, I didn't do something well. Or maybe they're mad, or maybe they had bad service, or maybe they didn't like their food. But $1.40 is almost like, everything was fine. We just don't care about you. Yeah, at <laughs> like, all. Uh, if it was zero, I would go, okay, they probably forgot. Right. $1.40 hurts. A dollar forty hurts because I they they think I did a bad job, so bad that they're giving me a, a pittance. Yeah, I'm, uh, a, I'm, I'm not a, telling me what I did wrong. You know this mantle gene you th you're talking about? Yes, <laughs> it's an ur urban dictionary, urban legend kind of thing, and it's called the Mickey Mantle gene. And the Mickey Mantle gene is a gene that allows bloated, out of shape people, or I'm sorry, out of shape men, to be able to drink alcohol in excess on a daily basis while being able to jog marathons and avoid their family. 
That is the that urban, is the mantle gene. That is the Urban Dictionary uh-huh. definition of the Mickey Mantle gene, not the mantle gene because that's something with lymphoma. That's oh. like that's like a different thing. Okay, so Burt Kreischer made that up himself after Mickey Mantle's reputation I guess of so. like boozing and eating and yet still going out and performing at a high level. Mm-hmm. Each and every yep. game, drinking a drinking wine out of a box while jogging on a treadmill, yep. and and doing a podcast. The Mickey Mantle gene. He has that Mickey Mantle gene. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, he finished a marathon in five hours and what whatever minutes. minutes. Yeah, it's amazing. Hours. That is pretty ridiculous. It's amazing. I couldn't do it. No. No I way. Couldn't. I cried my way through through a 5K. I might be able to do a 5K, but it ain't going to be quick. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I'll complete You'll it. You'll finish it when I want to finish it. Yeah. Man, that, that, Not a timely matter. There'll be some spurts of speed walking going on. One of those times that we did that uh, that tower thing. In the oh, stairwell. the master of the oh, Met. Oh, man, I almost uh, passed yeah. out at the top. <sighs> Pain. Yeah, that was climbing up the Met building in the... Uh, how many flights of stairs? Fifty some odd. Too many. Fifty some odd floors. Stairs are the hardest, Oof. dude. Oh, it was brutal. Like, you know, stairmaster at the gym is the hardest. You know, it's bad when you when you're climbing, you're climbing, you're climbing, you're out of breath, and a little kid just comes flying right right by you. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Or a firefighter in full good. equipment. Are those are those horn players out there? Do we? I think we just may get the drum roll for this. Oh, just oh, he's a drummer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah just yeah. a drummer. Everybody else is on coffee break. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the kitchen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is a pretty big concert announcement. 1057 The Point welcomes to Bush Stadium. Oh, nice. Bush Stadium. Saturday, September 9th, 2023. That's right. Guns N' Roses. Taking my shirt off right now. How cool is that? Guns N' Roses, Bush Stadium, Saturday. September 9th, tickets are on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Should I just play this out? Might as well. Yep. Again, Guns N' Roses, North America, 2023, Bush Stadium, Saturday, September 9th. Tickets are on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Hey, baby. All right, the big announcement, Guns N' Roses, Bush Stadium, Saturday, September 9th. Tickets are on sale Friday at 10 a.m. I guess they're doing uh, a whole bunch of stadiums. They're doing Wrigley. They're doing uh, Kaufman over there in Kansas City. That's great. Awesome. If awesome. they need an opener, the 2SG should be available. Yeah, they're, they're already booked. I love okay. seeing shows at Bush Stadium. I've only seen a few. I've only um, seen one. Metallica? Oh, two. Metallica. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Metallica one. Def Leppard? I saw yeah. Def Leppard and, and uh, uh, Journey. That U2 360, wow. that U2 360 tour there was one of the coolest shows I'll ever see in my life. It was spectacular, and Bush Stadium honestly was kind of a part of it. And it's saw, it's Axel, it's it's Duff, it's Slash, it's, it's on. It's Richard Fortas from you know St. Louis's own. Mm-hmm. It's on Rafe. I'm gonna try and do a tight twenty in front of them. See if I, you guys ever thought about yeah. You ever thought about making your audience angry by having a comedian open for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they haven't listed any openers. Cross my fingers. It's just, I don't know if it's just them, uh, but. Who's the dude in Def Leppard that still like looks like he's uh, does like ripped out of his mind? Oh, uh, Colin. Uh, uh, I think his name is Phil. I think his name is Phil Colin. Not Phil Collins. Just Phil Colin. Phil Colin. He's got the two hoop earrings, just oh, yeah. shredded. Nip rings. Yeah, nip he's rings. He's got some nip knockers. They look like door knockers. He's in good shape, man. I saw Poison and Def Leppard at what's the Slough Stadium? 
Chaffetz? Chaffetz, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was funny because it was like, I love Brett Michaels because he does every generic front man. He he wheeled them all out, dude. Loved it. He yeah, Moon's got, a, Moon's got a picture. Looks Let's like see. A, looks like a, a, a mannequin. Uh, that looks like me, dude man. Dude shredded. Yeah, that guy's like 60 parts. years old, man. He's ripped out of his wow. mind. Wow. Congrats to you, bud. That is ridiculous. It is. This Phil was in Collins. 2018. I never knew that. He was, was 60. He was 59 years old in this. In 2018. Dang. Yep. He's a superhero. He's ripped, and he like he's oiled up like a wrestler, dude. When yeah, he comes yeah. out, he's like oh, greased. He wants, yeah, he too. Too. I'd be too if I had the God bless Axel. He's you know he's yeah. Well, the lead singer <laughs> of Def Leppard. It was a very much different. The lead singer of Def Leppard. This guy's running around. He's jacked out of his mind. He's like smashing guitars. And the lead singer of Def Leppard had on bedazzled sweatpants and was holding. <laughs> his trick was to take the microphone stand, like when you're a little kid and you're balancing a baseball bat on your arm. Oh, that was like yeah. his, that was his thing. That was his crowd pleaser. That's, a, that's his thing. This guy was doing like somersaults, and he's in good shape. <laughs> All right, so, so Moon, what's the date again? Do you remember? Do I remember the date of the story? The date of the Guns N' Roses show. Um, Give me a second to think about it. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. You don't know. Do you remember the date? Kansas City. Yeah. What is it? September 9th. It, what is it? September 9th. You have you have no idea, do you? No, June. I thought you, you said June. I don't no, know. I didn't even say. I said it's September. Rafe September ninth. Are you paying attention? Huh? No, I know. It's let's do a little exercise, okay, fellas? Okay. okay. <laughs> I I got a little. Are you paying attention? Exercise. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read you a story. Okay. I'm going to read you a story. It's a ma- it's a made up story. We're going to take a break, and I'm going to ask you questions about said story. <laughs> Okay. I like this. Okay, and you're going to write down your answers. Ooh, okay. For every question you get wrong, you get a bad jelly bean from the from the bean boozled <sighs> jelly beans. Oh, They're all bad? No, no, it could no, be good or bad. Some good ones. Oh, okay. It's not I, it's not I feel like sometimes when I talk, some of you some of you gloss over. It's not Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What'd you say? September 9th, I believe. It's September 9th. Yes, and you looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. But what? No, no. Oh, you also got a notice from... I did. <laughs> from the Coin app, which pushed out, hey, September 9th, Guns N' Roses. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't want you guys... I don't want you writing anything down. You guys uh, listening on the radio could, could play along, too. So I'm going to read you a story. Okay. After the break, I'm going to ask you questions about the story. And you're going to write your answers down. For every question you get wrong... You will have to eat a jelly bean. Yeah, and it could be a good jelly bean or it could be bad jelly bean. Man. Okay, you ready? Yep. Wait, wait. Lock in, fellas. Okay, I'm ready. Let me get a sip of coffee, get my caffeine. Ready? Listen, pay attention. Robin owned a flower shop in O'Fallon, Illinois, with her husband Kyle called Roses and Wreaths. The funny thing was they specialized in rhododendrons. They had three kids, Daisy, Petunia, and Lotus. Every day at precisely 10.58, Robin would open the flower shop to her loyal customers. She worked the register. She trimmed flowers. She placed orders, made arrangements, while her husband, Kyle, slept off his hangovers after a night of engaging in his passion, speed drinking. His personal record is 15 shots of fireball in 22 seconds. One day, while she was boxing up roses for delivery, her phone rang. It was her husband. He auditioned for America's Got a Drinking Problem, and he was flying out to Topeka for the finals. The finals were being judged by Ben Affleck, Alec Baldwin, and Jim Beam. If he won, he'd get his picture on a bottle of Tito's vodka. Did Robin drop everything and book her flight to Topeka? No. She told Kyle she was divorcing him, 
closing the shop and moving with her three daughters to the most beautiful city in America, Hanover, Minnesota. Home of the Crow River and an old bridge. Robin and the girls never saw Kyle again, except in, uh, in a Zoom meeting run by her attorney, Jonathan Fogel of Fogel Family Law. That's it. That's all I'm telling you. This is the worst. Oh, man. A lot of deets see, in there, this dude. This is a setup. What a... I... No questions. It's a wild, true story. We weren't even allowed to write it I don't need down. a question, man. I've got... The, it's... Yeah, I'm one of those guys... Photographic memory. Pornographic memory? <laughs> Something like that. Get ready, fellas. Let's get there. Pseudo <laughs> <laughs> Show. Traffic and weather. I will... Uh, Take a break. Uh, Moon will tease crap on celebrities as well. Sure, yeah. And then we'll see how the fellas Other do. Other things to think about and say. Hey, it's Justin Wilman. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. It's a Riz Show presented by the Fast Folks. We got crap on celebrities here in just a second, but I read you guys a story before the break. Because sometimes I, you know, talk and I see some of you guys in the studio here kind of gloss over. You know, I announced that Guns N' Roses show and two of the three you didn't know what the date was after I said it 15 times. St. Louis. It's September 9th. <laughs> Where are they playing, Scott? Bush Stadium. Yes, thank you. In the upper deck. So I, I read your story, and uh, we'll see how many details you get correct when I ask you questions about the story. It's been about eight minutes. <laughs> Thanks. I already forgot eight, we were doing this. It's been about eight minutes. <laughs> so this is not a good sign. Uh, when you brought it up, I was like, what's he talking about? So this is not good. <laughs> yeah. So for every question you get wrong, you need to eat a jelly bean from the Ugh. Jelly Belly jelly bean dispenser right here. And these are fresh. I mean, these we are the good or gross the, jelly beans. Yeah, we put these in about 12 months ago. So. Yeah, last year at some point. All right. Some so, of these are regular flavored, right? This isn't, I'm they're not They're not all bad. Okay. You're doomed. They're not all bad, but there are a chance that some of these are gross. All right. What if we're close? I will be the judge and jury here. Okay. This is going to be. Write your answers down. All right. What was the name of the flower shop in the story? Tell me when you're done. Done. Rafe, you done? Oh, I thought we were doing a list. No, no, no. I'm going to go one one by one. <laughs> no, you get you get one. Uh, Rafe. Yeah. I'm what was the name of the flower shop? Uh, roses and more. Roses and more. I have roses and wreaths. Okay. Mm, that's right. I had roses. <laughs> roses and wreaths. Yeah. Woo! Rafe well, gets one. He's that's educated. This isn't fair. Educated. Southern okay. College. What kind of flower... Does the shop specialize in what type of flower? What kind of flower does the shop specialize in? God dang it. <laughs> oh, man. Pens down. King Scott. Rhododendron. Okay. Uh, now he's got me doubting the pronunciation. Rhododendron. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how to yeah, spell I don't know it. How to say but it. I have ro, ro, I, I mean, I spelled it's it. It's rhododendrons. Okay, we'll go. I'll I give spelled that it to you. rhododendron. Rhododendrons. Okay, good. It's right. Yeah, right there. Uh, there are three daughters. Name two of them. Name two of their three daughters. Um, uh, I think I'm eating a bean here, boys. All right, Moon. I have uh, petunia mm-hmm. and lily. Okay, Rafe. I had petunia and daisy. Okay. I had lily. 
Okay, Daisy, Petunia, and Lotus. Oh, so, Lotus. Moon and King Scott get a jelly bean. Congratulations, Rafe. Wow, Rafe. Uh, what time does Robin open the flower shop? Mm. There's a specific time I gave. What time does Robin open the flower shop? Did you write it down? Yeah. Rafe's writing his down. Rafe, what time? 7 a.m. 7 a.m. 8 a.m. 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Nope. 10.58 precisely. What? I thought I heard him say 8 a.m. Nope. Every morning. I said every day precisely at 10.58. Robin would open the shop. Oh, I must have only, oh, the only eight. heard 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah, 10.58, I guess. Oh. And where did oh, I get 7 a.m. from? That's bogey. I thought he showed up What's uh, what's What's Kyle's hobby? Kyle's husband. What's Kyle, the husband's hobby? Moon. Drinking? I need her to be more specific. Uh, Drinking... Alcohol. Drinking alcohol. I, I put drinking booze. Speed drinking? Speed, speed drinking. drinking. Well, that's, I'll take it. You drink speed? Did you write <laughs> did you write down speed drinking? Okay. Just make sure, man. Damn. Can't be trusted I'm after that shorts incident. Uh what oh, show does Kyle want to be on? <laughs> okay. Scott? Wait, wait. All right. What show is Kyle going to be on? America's Got Booze. Okay. <laughs> America's Next Top Drunk. Nope. What... Um, I don't think this is right, but this is what it should have been, and it's <laughs> So You Think You Can Drink. Nope. It's America's Got a Drinking Problem. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we were close. <laughs> Everybody gets a jelly bean. America's Next Top Drunk. Our shows are better. <laughs> yeah. America's Got a Drinking Problem. Uh, name two of the show's three man. judges. Two of the show's three judges. Rafe. Ben Affleck, Jim Beam. Okay. Moon? I have Affleck and Baldwin. Okay. Baldwin and Beam. Okay. Alec Baldwin, Ben Affleck, Jim Beam are the judges. Okay. Uh, where is the TV show held? Man. Named a specific city. I know. Okay, Scott? Topeka. Rafe? Topeka. Topeka, Kansas. Topeka, Kansas. All right. And finally, who is Robin's divorce attorney? Who is Robin's divorce attorney? I mentioned this person's name at the end of the story. It was literally the final line of the story. Who was Robin's divorce attorney? By the way, you're all sitting at four jelly beans. Golly, dude. Oh, man. Hold on a second. You're all sitting at four jelly beans currently. Okay. I'm going to start with the most confused one, Moon. Mr. Peanut. Mr. Peanut, no. (laughs) Sorry, that's... Hey, uh, Five jelly beans for me. <laughs> Rafe? I had loge. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Loge. No, no. Yeah. Loge. No. I'm nope. eating loge of jelly beans. <laughs> Robert uh, Tito Butthead. Nope. nope. Uh, Jonathan Fogel. 
Fogle. Oh, yeah. I, I had the OG. <laughs> I just had it wrong. I had it all. <laughs> okay, I'll ask you one it. more question. This will erase two jelly beans. Yeah, baby. Ooh, yeah, this got will this erase one. two jelly beans if you get this right. Man, two bean eraser. This is a two bean eraser. If you get big. it wrong. Big if true. If you get it wrong, it's two beans added on. <laughs> oh, wait, can I opt Do out? Do you want to opt out? <laughs> oh, Do man. Do you want to opt out or in? Dang. Um, I'll opt in. Yeah, I'm opting in. I mean, what kind of fun is this show <laughs> if we're not going to opt in? Oh, all right, you're going to guilt me into it. I'm no, already no, no, eating no, no, five no. booger beans. That's there's, fine. There's Let's no opt guilt. in. Let's all opt in, and then we're going to all eat seven like idiots. I'm going to empty this thing. It's probably This might be an easy question. Uh, probably. If Kyle wins America's Got a Drinking Problem, what is the prize? And be specific. The prize <laughs> is two beans is what it is for me. What is Kyle's prize for winning America's Got a Drinking Problem? And I need you to be specific. This is a two bean eraser or Man, this sucks. A two bean addition. Yeah, this is this is this is gonna come down to judgment. I said you need to be specific. There's only one answer. There's no judgment here. Okay. Scott's looking confused and <laughs> the answer. You want me to go? Yeah, yeah. Name on a Tito or a Tito's bottle. Okay. What'd you put? Rafe. Ah, I, I put cash in Tito's bottle. Okay. I put pick on a Tito's bottle. One of you is correct. And Moon's getting two beans off. <laughs> what was it? What was it? Picture on, on the Tito's. bottle of a Tito's oh, bottle. Picture. Ah, man. Yes. I thought it was money and then his something uh, on a Tito's bottle, but I couldn't remember. I didn't know it was picture. Picture. Yep. All right. So, uh, oh, gets man. three. Scott, hand him out. Yeah. Hand him oh, out. Dang. What, I got to eat 27 beans? Uh, seven. seven beans. Seven. Oh, man. There's no seven way. Beans. We'll start Crab on Celebrities. Six. We'll start with Crab on Celebrities. Just start handing them out. Just start handing them out. Just, just start grabbing All right. Some. There's there four beans here. Okay, so you got some interesting. You got some, yeah, you got some interesting colors there. That's not good. I got three more. Oh, there's one colored exactly like dog turds. That's great. Okay, yeah, what do you got? What one. do you got over here, bro? Well, oh, oh no, those are the worst. Oh no, I got booger, liver, and onions. Oh, how do you know? Because uh, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the thing. Or they could be good ones. Yeah, and I have uh, what looks like rotten egg. Uh, and, oh, and, man. and you have it looks like you 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 He's may got have the a toasted marshmallow. You've got one. a barf, a dead fish. You've got a um, I'm gonna throw up, dude. <laughs> I can't handle gross food, man. I'm going to throw we up. We were talking about this earlier how he does not do well with gross food. All right. Uh, you have old bandage, I believe. Those those oh, red ones are uh, perhaps old, old bandage. <laughs> Who's in charge of this? And I think you Who's... have a yeah, you have a toasted marshmallow or stink bug. So are any of these possibly good? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah they're to all toaster possibly marshmallow good. Is good. All mine are good. What was the opposite of old bandage? Uh, opposite <laughs> of old bandage is pomegranate. Go ahead, pop it in, pop it in yeah. your mouth. Yeah. Old bandage? No, no, no. That is a, what is that? That is, what is that, more of a pink? Oh, that could be strawberry banana smoothie. Oh, good. Or dead fish. That one's good. Oh. Yeah. Oh, bubble gum. All right. Bubble gum. I like that. I, I don't know about hey, that. Hey, do the toasted marshmallow one. Is that this one? Yeah, yeah. Toasted oh, marshmallow or stink toasted bug? Toasted marshmallow or stink bug. Oh, spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> Don't gotta swallow it. Now no, you can no, spit no. it out. Oh, oh, this dude. is gonna smell oh, good in here. <laughs> Take a drink, Ray. <laughs> oh my god. god. I got All right. more of these I'm gonna go with the uh <laughs> this one's white with little blue speckles and stuff. Oh, uh, oh that's a dirty dishwater or a birthday cake. Fantastic. <laughs> Rave seven issues. All right, here's some birthday Stuck cake. Stuck in your teeth, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't face me. Yeah, yeah. Here's some birthday cake. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, my God. Nah, that's, oh. that's dirty, that's dirty, right, that's dishwater. dirty dishwater. dishwater. God, that tastes water. like a good sponge. Okay. Um, you know, I'm going I'm going hard, baby. This is a booger or juicy yeah. pear. And you know this is a bad Oh, one. booger's this, bad. This, <laughs> oh, smell, it smells funky. I can't get that bug out of my mouth, dude. Oh, God. <coughs> well, Rafe might as well chase it with a good one. Well, mm -hmm. it's stuck <laughs> in my teeth, dude. I went way harder on the chew. I didn't know the rules. I didn't know you just had to taste it. I went all in. Yeah, you, you did good. Oh, You did, you did right. good, Rafe. Right. Wow, right. surprisingly what juicy. What's the red one? Well, it's got a hair on That's it. That's the pomegranate or old bandage. <laughs> well, here's the, here's the pomegranate. Oh, I need something to spit in. <laughs> what you got there, What's, Rafe? <laughs> look at his face, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drooling. <laughs> um, I'm starting to gag. Aren't they the best? Oh, man. I'm Isn't this fun? What did that taste like? Uh, I don't even know, dude. Gotta... What's it supposed to be? It did taste like pomegranate. Old bandage. Uh, well, I got another red one. Let's try it's it. It's old bandage. Back to back. I <laughs> 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 Scott, go ahead and start choking some of those. All right, down. I got a, a peach colored one. Uh, oh, that's, uh, that's a peach or vomit. Okay. Peach or vomit. <sighs> Dad, gum it. Man, that's, uh, oh, that's vomit. Uh, that is vomit. God, uh, moon. I got oh, cap cappuccino or liver and onions. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Oh, this is, I got three. <laughs> Pop one in, Scott. Cappuccino, cappuccino baby. Cappuccino, baby. Oh, hey. All right, what's this? What are these? What treats still, do still I have laying good. in store booger here? Booger or juicy pear? Booger or pear. Go for that. Oh, Ooh, that's a God. good one. Booger or pear. Gulp. Please be pear. We <laughs> haven't seen pear in a while. Pear, pear's been quite elusive. There's no way that's booger. Oh. <laughs> and it's kind of started off like it was going to be pear and went booger. <laughs> Scott, I got a, a oh. pink one with dots. So let's try that. That's Man. that's peach or barf. I I got a feeling. Oh no, it might be a. What is that? Um, nope, that is not. It tastes sweet at first. Oh, yeah. nasty! That's how I, mine was. I dug in and now it's in my teeth. Mine tastes like a jalapeno. All right, I'm gonna can I wash it down real quick. Yeah, God, with uh, uh, another uh, off white color. Oh, that's rotten egg or oh god, or popcorn maybe. Yes, yeah, some, oh, some of these might be the classics. This I like, can smell the one, one I'm holding here. right here is earwax. All right, I'm gonna try this. This I can smell it from here. That's not good. Yeah, some of them do have a smell now. Uh, yeah. That rotten egg? Uh, oh, that rotten egg is terrible. That is the worst one. What's it's a, this? It's a weird like tapioca color. Uh, oh, that orange. That's uh I think that's dead fish or uh strawberry. Strawberry banana, banana smoothie. smoothie. Yeah, this would be one. a good one for you. You're due for a good one. Thank God. <laughs> you got it? You got it? Strawberry banana, banana smoothie. Oh, All right. Nice. Oh, oh, I thought you got the dead fish. I'm going oh. with this one. Whatever the heck it is. Oh my God. What was that one? <laughs> oh God. Yes. That's so close to me. <laughs> oh, oh. What was that one? That Don't breathe. Rotten oh, rotten eggs, terrible. That okay. Was... I got a white speckle. Hang on, I gotta stop. White speckle. Okay. 
Oh, don't. Oh, ah. oh, moon. Jesus. That's the uh, dish soap one again. Okay, I'm going to go with this. Rafe's got a oh, orange dead. one. I got an orange speckled oh. one. What What are my possibilities here? I need to know what I'm about Moon's to got Moon's retching over there. Are you leaving the studio? I'm going to bomb it. Can well, you tell Rafe what that is first? It's fine. Well, I'll, I'll tell. You want a cu- uh, sip here, of water? I'm eating it. Here, have one of these, Moon. Maybe it'll taste oh. good. Wow, that caught me weird. That, that caught me at the worst. What is that, Rafe? <laughs> I can't tell which one I got. Like, I think maybe it's supposed to be good, but it's still kind of raunchy. I would run with the, it's not good. Yeah. I'm eating it. Here's a. I'm sweating. Here's a kind of a cream color. I think I one. a bad one. Here's a cream color. I haven't had a rotten egg in a long oh, time. Oh, that's that, so bad. That Isn't one that? was so ah. bad. What was the one I, I think I've gotten three dish, dish ones. Dish Here's the red one. Finally, I got a good one. Red one, a centipede. Uh, that one was so real. Oh, my God. What's the red one? Centipede or what? <sighs> um, I can't see. Hang, hang on. <laughs> and that last, <laughs> that last one I just ate. I can't see. That last one I just ate has wow. had like a, a crunch to it. That's how old that one was. All right, here's the red one. Yeah, this one was fresh. Oh, that was bad, bad, bad. Ah. Uh, yeah, earthworm or ah. cinnamon. Ah. I got every one of those was bad. Was that earthworm? It tastes like dirt, kind of like like kind yeah like, like dirt and gross oh, yeah. insect. Oh, <laughs> it, t- it tastes like skunk. All right, there you go. Well, fellas, pay attention. Oh, this man. is why you need to pay attention. I did, and we did okay. You did okay. You did all right. Let's do crap on celebrities. And now, crap on celebrities. Well done, fellas. I need something new. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crab on celebrities. You know, we're going to turn this game around on you, Riz. It's going to happen. Uh, your crap uh, brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best, flush the rest, brighthouseco.com, 636-600-0188. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Last week's uh, South Park went in hard, and I mean oh, real man, hard, on Prince oh, Harry and Meghan Markle. They were particularly hard on Meghan, who was described as a, quote, sorority girl, actress, influencer, and victim. Here's a clip from the show. One of the many times it made fun of the hypocrisy of them wanting privacy while doing multiple media interviews. Oh, man. We Oh, it's so awesome to be here. It's great. <laughs> so let me start with you, Sam. You've lived a life with the royal family. You've had everything handed to you, but you say your life has been hard, and now you've written all about it in your new book, Wah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a source says Megan was left quote upset and overwhelmed by her portrayal on the show and even refuses to watch the entire episode. <clears throat> oh so so they moved to South Park to get away from to get away from people. Yeah, but they're Canadian. It's not even the same couple. It's a Canadian royal family. So they move across the street from uh from Kyle's house and they have signs all over the place that say, <laughs> we want privacy. With and they're lighting pictures. off fireworks and, <laughs> and they have their Prince pictures Harry's all over the walls. <laughs> drums outside. They park their jet on the street. Well, <laughs> there is talk that she and Harry are considering a lawsuit. I mean, I don't aren't know they, they bold and strong? Quote: It appears that, like so many things with Meghan and Harry, this may have legal ramifications attached. Their legal team are casting an eye over the episode to see what is wrong and what could be turned into something more sinister. At the end of the episode, Prince Harry literally opens her up, and she's completely empty. <laughs> <laughs> 
Man. Yeah, you, need, you need to watch there's it. There's no is. way they could get a lawsuit here. If anything, South Park needs to go for them. Keeping in royal news, Adele and Ed Sheeran declined King Charles III's invitation to perform at his coronation concert May 7th. A source, quote, uh, a source said, quote, King Charles was very keen that they were a part of the concert. They are titans of the showbiz industry and are quintessentially British, but also known across the globe. It's such a shame. Ed said he was unavailable because he'll be in Texas the night before and it's going to be too difficult to get to England. And Adele did not give an explanation. The concert lineup hasn't been confirmed, but Lionel Richie and the Spice Girls are expected to perform. Wow. All it's right. also rumored that Harry Styles will hit the stage too. Ozzy Osbourne wow. is in another new ad, <clears throat> this time for PlayStation's VR2 Gaming that gets launched tomorrow. Here's Ozzy with the headset and hand sensors on. Uh, then his wife, Sharon, comes in to break up the phone. Where did this come from? Ozzy, we've got a flight to England. Hang on, Sharon. I want to play with my PlayStation VR 2. I'm very technical these days. He's not a friendly dinosaur. Oh, my God. What the f*** is okay, that? So who's the, who are they marketing this to? Today's shoes, I don't know. Because that's, that's a good question. You know, I'm my son sure. is, like, right in the wheelhouse for this. PlayStation yeah, VR. Yeah, my, my son plays VR a couple times a week. He has no idea week. who Ozzy Osbourne is. Yeah, they're no. trying to get the older folks to have fun with this because they've seen the nieces and nephews and their kids playing, and yeah. they they're like, "This is for you guys now. This is fun time." Well, it also may be an attempt to ease our minds about buying it for them, like get somebody from oh, the parents' yeah. generation to be like, "This is cool. Mm. It's not rotting your child's brain." Not that <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne's the right guy for that, but well, I tell you what, if you look up. Um, older people using VR. Oh, that's oh, brilliant. oh, that's where my mother's uh, yeah. drop came from. That's where. Oh my God! That is his she's mother she's on a roller coaster. On a roller, on a VR roller coaster. Yeah. I'm talking about like running into walls. Oh yeah, yeah. I made her sit down. She was like, "No, no, let me, let me do the whole thing." I was like, "Nope, you're sitting down." Well, I told you as I went to that very St. Louis Thursday night wedding last week, and that's what happened after they all took, got drunk, took the limo back to their house, and. It was all people sixty and up doing Oculus. Oh yeah, it was sweet. I came. I had to come here, so I went to bed. But Tina stayed out and sent me lots of videos of them like running into wall, drunk, falling down. Oh, there's one game my son has. It's wild, dude. He's got the Oculus, and uh, it's a it's um, Iron Man. So you Iron Man and you fly around. Man, it gets my stomach clean. That would be fun. Dude, there's one where I actually kind of like got goosebumps as a nerdy 80s kid because yeah. I I took something out of the hand of Darth Vader. Like you're standing there with yeah. Darth and he hands you something. I'm like, oh, I'm facing really Darth Vader. Please tell me it's a hot dog. Have you so, guys so watched uh, Limitless with uh, Chris Hemsworth on Disney? No, it's good. Yeah, so he does each episode is one of the things he's scared of heights. He's got to walk across this crane. And they're training him to like for the stress. Like each episode has a thing, and they used an, a VR thing, so they had the actual like a physical model of the crane on the floor of how wide it was going to be and all that. And then they put the thing on, and it made him it made it feel like he went up an elevator. Hmm. And then he had to walk VR style across wow, the actual, yeah, yeah. but the physical crane was beneath <laughs> his feet, and he couldn't do it. It was like. It messes your brain up. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. Your brain can't reconcile that it's fake sometimes. You can only That's do it for crazy. so long, though, because then it just hurts your head. You look nerdy. You feel stupid. Um, no, you look cool, But the, 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 the mind trickery of it only takes a few seconds, and it's really... Yeah, I told you the one... It uh, is cool. He's got one where you climb things. Yeah. So you climb a mountain or climb the side, you know, scale a building. Man, it's you cool. look down, you go, damn, dude, that's real. Yep. 
All right. Uh, Steve Vai, speaking of Ozzy, Steve Vai has revealed that he and Ozzy Osbourne got carried away after being asked to write songs together back in 1995 and wound up recording an entire unreleased album. He has an entire album. Quote, I'm sitting on a whole Ozzy record. Vi uh, said, he said, uh, it's a project that I recorded that's sitting on the shelf. I don't have any control of it or the rights to it, obviously, but we did record some pretty good stuff. Osborne was recording Osmosis when his label and manager decided it would be good for him to write some songs with some different people. So, uh, he mm-hmm. says, Ozzy and I got carried away because we were having a lot of fun. Uh, and we ended up recording a lot of stuff, and then we started scheming, hey, let's make a new record. Vi said that they continued forward with the project until the hammer came down and management basically said, what are you doing? No, we just want one song. They took one song and told Vi to finish the record. Oh, wow. Uh, only one track from the duo's time together, My Little Man, made it onto Osmosis, but two other tracks went on Vi Records. Danger Zone appears on the 91 collaborative uh, record, and then uh, Dying Day found its home on 96 Fire Garden. He said there's some real real heavy stuff on it because he was using an octave divider on the whole thing and that it's pretty sweet because yeah, he was one trying... One day see the light of day. He said, yeah, he was, he was like really intimidated by all Ozzy's good guitar players and wanted to really do something different and awesome. Mm, that's cool. Hayden Panettiere's brother Jansen <clears throat> passed away over the weekend. He was only 28 years old. Five years younger than Hayden. There's no word on the cause of death, but sources say foul play is not suspected. He was a child actor in the 2000s. He was on Even Stevens, Hope and Faith, Blues Clues, more recently appeared on The Walking Dead, How High 2, and 2002's movie Love and Love Not. Just three weeks ago, he posted a picture of Hayden cutting his hair, so I don't know what happened, uh, but super sad. Eminem might call himself the real Slim Shady, but does that mean he owns the word Shady? Apparently, he thinks so. Giselle Bryant. The word shady. Giselle Bryant, and tell me what you feel about this. Giselle Bryant and Robin Dixon are from the Real Housewives of Potomac, okay? Which I guess is the DC version of Mm -hmm. all of it. Uh, They have a podcast called Reasonably Shady. It's a picture of them two, you know, back to back with their arms crossed, doing the gal kind of thing, the gal podcast kind of thing. They recently applied for a trademark on the name Reasonably Shady. Eminem filed papers to stop it. I would not think of Eminem when I heard that that name. He says the title could cause confusion mm-hmm. among people who've known him as Slim, Slim Shady and just plain Shady since the late 90s. Would you think of Eminem when you heard that title? Yeah. I, reasonably no. Shady? I wouldn't. They're trying to do it for merch. Yeah. The, the podcast is trying to do it for merchandising. Probably. I'm sure you'll fire some shots here then. Pink and Christina Aguilera didn't exactly become friends when they filmed the Lady Marmalade video together with Maya and Little Kim. But that was back in 2001. We're talking about that video oh, that yeah. you remember from 01. That was Moulin Rouge soundtrack. Yeah, you would think everything is cool now, but in a new interview, Pink ranked it as her least favorite video and said, It wasn't very fun to make. I'm all about fun, and it was like a lot of fuss. There were some personalities. Kim and Maya were nice. After a fan on Twitter accused accused Pink of shading Christina, she replied, I'm not shading somebody by telling it over and over and over what actually happened. I'm 0% interested in your effing drama. If you haven't noticed, I'm a little busy selling. And then she added, also, I kissed Christina's mouth. I don't need to kiss her ass. Oh, Oh, damn. Oh, man. So you got that. Alec Baldwin, big news. Not, Savage. He's no longer going to be facing years in prison over the death of Russ cinematographer Helena Hutchins. After prosecutors dropped the firearms enhancement charge originally brought against the actor and producer. If Baldwin had been convicted of the inv- involuntary manslaughter and firearms enhancement charges, he would have faced a man- mandatory five years in jail. The decision means Baldwin now faces a maximum 
a maximum of 18 months behind bars if he's convicted. Charges also dropped against former Rust armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, who faces the same involuntary manslaughter charge. They will not see any jail time. So does it mean Baldwin's still good to be in Topeka for the uh, drunk? America's got a drinking (laughs) problem. I hope so. Um, Paul Rudd, you guys remember that he was in the finale. uh, Sorry, spoiler alert for Friends. He was in the finale, the very final episode of Friends. Do you remember this? No, I never saw it. Oh, you didn't? No, no. I wasn't a Friends guy. I wasn't either, but I feel like I've seen that episode a few or times. Or at least a clip. Mm. Yeah. Well, he said he felt yeah. very strange about it. The actor who played Phoebe's, uh, you know, Lisa Kudrow's third husband, Mike Hannigan, first appeared in the sitcom in 02 during the third episode of season nine. He had a recurring role throughout the show's final two seasons, including an appearance in the final episode, The Last One, which aired in 2004. Speaking on his involvement, he said, The whole thing was a bit surreal, I must say, to be a part of that, because I came on near the end. I never knew I was going to be in as many as I was. But it also felt strange. I was in the last episode, and I just thought, I shouldn't be here. I'm getting a front row seat to things I'm not supposed to see. And I can imagine that being very, very strange. You a Friends guy? Yeah, I watched it. I mean, it was of that time when there was still, like, appointment TV. I felt like when that was on, it was Seinfeld and then Friends. I don't know why I felt you could only watch one. Yeah, it was was, (laughs) was was Stones or Beatles. Oh, well, I was definitely more Seinfeld than... I've seen every episode of Seinfeld. I have not yeah, seen Yeah, me, me too, multiple times. I, you know, I don't, I'm not opposed to Friends. I just never, yeah. when it, it was, was on, on, I just never watched it. It was on reruns like crazy as well. I was so Seinfeld, I my wife was Friends, there. and now we've shared them both. Marvel Studios has confirmed that The Marvels has been delayed by four months. Uh, the Naya DaCosta-directed sequel to 2019's Captain Marvel has been scheduled to... It was released, or was supposed to be uh, released July 28th. It's now going to be pushed back to November. Damn it! Yep. Alongside the delay, Marvel shared a new poster for The Marvels, uh, confirming the new release date, but also emphasizing the togetherness of the film. The Marvels also acts as a follow-up to 2021's WandaVision and 22's Miss Marvel. Earlier this week, Marvel boss Kevin... Is it Feige? Feige. Feige. Confirm plans to slow down the release of new content. And honestly, this sounds like the first good idea I could totally, totally get behind. And that what I said behind. the other day. I go, man, they're just cranking these things out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Some of the reviews are not great. And I think we're getting a little tired. Yeah. He, say, he, said, Marvel. he said, quote, the pace at which we're putting out Disney Plus shows will change so they can each get a chance to shine. Said that in a big interview. It is harder to hit the zeitgeist when there's so much product out there, which is exactly why I kind of yeah, felt lost and yeah. my less kids interested. are so into them that it's like when one ends, another one begins. Yeah. I need a break. Yeah. What I've, did uh, your son think of Quantumania? You were he thought it was okay. Last week. He said okay. the beginning. He thought was it was okay. He said good. the beginning was weak. Yeah. Uh, but he said it was okay. Didn't get rated well, but it made a boatload of cash. Sure. As all those movies do. Mm-hmm. Speaking of boatload of cash um, and and Disney, I did see a whole big old giant story about Mandalorian the season three, which is under production right now. But there was nothing in the story except for you know all they have the a release date. I don't even know, but it, the, the, it's in production, and everything I read was just talking about how great it's going to be, and how the scope is huge, and how they're really going to focus on the Mandalorian and his re- relationship with Grogu, and blah blah blah. Uh, Scissors SOS spends a ninth week at number one on Dang. Billboard 200 with a further 92,000 units uh, sold. It becomes the uh, longest-running number one album by any woman of the 2020s decade. The last set by a female artist to spend at least nine weeks at number one was Adele's 25, which ruled for 10. 
10 non-consecutive weeks Jeez. between uh, December 2015 and March 2016. SZA's SOS also becomes the first R&B album by a woman to spend nine weeks at number one on the Billboard 200 since Mariah Carey's Mariah Carey. In 1991. Holy so smokes. that's huge. So congratulations. With the blues jersey on it. Yeah, congratulations. That's awesome. And finally, a new study from New York University says it takes us less, less than five seconds to decide if we like a song. And our opinions don't change depending on whether we listen to a snippet or the whole song. In general, we like the song more if we hear the whole thing before the excerpt. Um, but they say their findings really here are showing that uh, it indicates humans respond more to the general vibe, quote, general vibe of a track rather than its musical notes or composition. Mm. The author notes that the uh, findings could widen our understanding of how songs evoke certain emotions in listeners. This is one of the first steps to plug into AI, by the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it takes five seconds yeah. for us to figure out if we like a song or not. Yeah, and it's, and it's about the general tone or the vibe, the general huh. vibe. Rather than so, it's all the style the other that you already like, to. you're gonna like it or not, kind of. Maybe huh. vibe. Vibe. <laughs> it's all about vibe. All right, celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Blanket Jackson, real name Prince Michael Jackson II. He's the one Michael dangled off the balcony in 2002. Oh, yeah. He is 21 today. Sophie Turner, Sansa Stark from Game of Thrones, is 27. Elliot Page, who is Vanya Hargreaves on the Netflix series Umbrella Academy, as Ellen Page. Uh, she was Kitty Pride in the X-Men movies. She is, I'm sorry, he is uh, 36. Jordan Peele from Keen Peele is 44. Now he's a huge director. They yeah. say Mandalorian's March 1st. Huh. Okay. Mm. That, seems, that seems like, uh, you know, nine days. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt is 44. Lamb of God vocalist Randy Blythe is 52. Sublime bassist Eric Wilson is 53. Alec Daniel and Steven's brother Billy Baldwin is 60. Uh, Mary Chapin Carpenter, country star who's got a ton of hits. Uh, she is 65. Kelsey Grammer, Fraser Crane from Cheers and Fraser, is 68. Anthony Daniels, he is C3PO, and he is 77. And co-founder of DreamWorks with Steven Spielberg and Jeffrey Katzenberg, David Geffen, is 80 years old today. Yeah, Michael's Michael's right. March 1st, that's when it's hitting. They're wrapping up the uh, last bit of the production. Huh. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's more fun and fantasy meet, is Nikki Knight. And today's birthday girl has been in 233 fine films, including Anal Andy and the Magic Dildo, <laughs> Barbara the Barbarian, Black Bimbos and Heat, Captain Hooker and Peter Porn. She was in Cat on a Hot Sin Roof, Hard at Work, Little Shop of Whores, and Who, forget her, uh, who Can Forget Her Role in 1988's Hitler Sucks. Damn right. <laughs> Nikki Knight is 63 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back, and uh, we'll do matchup with Moon, okay? Give away some fabulous prizes. Simple game. We'll need Team Riz. We'll need Team Moon. King Scott will ask us five questions. Whoever gets the most questions right, our respective teammates on the phone will win. Scott? I hope you're ready. These are uh, thinkers today. Not an easy day. Okay. All right. If he's terrible at it, Rafe, you could punch him. Okay. Blocked it already. I will swing on you. <laughs> Match up with Moon is next. What's up? This is Tito Ortiz. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Welcome back. It's The Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. Look, somebody got a fancy new hat. I got a new hat. Must be say? nice. It's the Green Bay Packers colors. No, it's Oh, the that's pitch. a cool Packers hat, man. It's Stop it. It's from The Pitch. 
That's the new soccer restaurant bar down at Union Station. Oh, that's right. That's so right. What did they send me? Uh, any hats for me? Look on the other side of the screen, you big jerk face. <laughs> hey, there's a big button. Booyah. <laughs> so uh, which screen do I get to look over? <laughs> Thanks for the hats. Where's Stop. my screen? Look at the pitch at Are Union you Station and ask nice? them for hats. Thank you, guys. <laughs> you guys shouldn't be so kind. I guess I'll be busy. It's what wow. Rafe's at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, it's over there. Yeah. Oh, thank you, the pitch. Yeah, man. It's pretty cool. It's a nice hat. Hey. The pitch. Love free hats. <laughs> hey, and. That is a cool. Uh, Keychain bottle opener. Uh, what do you guys call that, by the way? I had this argument with someone. A what badge? Ki- what type of hat would you call that? Oh, this like a. It's like a knit a hat. If I said a knit hat. Knit hat? What do you call it? I always say sock hat, but I'm sure that's wrong. What do you I call it? I thought it, it was uh, either toque or beanie. Okay, cool. I called it a sock hat, and people re- mocked you mercilessly. mercilessly mocked me, and I'm like, really? like, what is that, like a St. Louis thing? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I mean, like, th- think it through. I was in Cincinnati, and they called it a beanie. I've called it a sock hat since I was a kid. I've heard beanie. Beanie works. Yeah, but think about this. Feel this, and then put it on your head. Yeah. You're doing the exact same thing you do with a sock on your foot. It's a sock hat. And yeah. it's stocking? It's a head sock. I've heard sock hat, watchman's cap. You mean stocking or sock? Sock. But he heard. Have you heard like a knit hat? I've yes. Heard a knit Does that hat. make sense? And I yeah, mean, but- beanie makes sense. But they were so incredulous that it is only called a beanie in Cincinnati. No, I thought a beanie didn't have the little pom pom on the top. Yeah. Uh, see, this is what the what that's, the that's what I always thought because it's got the little pom. Well, I need to learn my. I also hats. call it a sock hat. I was just curious if I was All right, insane. Well, sock hat well, it is. Two, maybe, you're wrong because it's, it's, a, it's a knit hat. So well, th- that settles that. And now it's time for. Case closed, Rafe. We'll see. <laughs> All right, it's time for Matchup with Moon. Sponsored by? Sponsored by T.R. Hughes. Half-acre new home sites in Wentzville and five-acre new home sites in St. Charles. Visit trhughes.com. So Matchup with Moon, we need Team Riz, we need Team Moon. King Scott will ask five questions. Whoever gets the most questions right, our respective teammates will win. Rafe is controlling the isolation music today. Yes. I've chosen some very contemporary classic music for you guys okay, to listen excellent. to. Excellent. Uh, Moon, as the person who is the champion, you're up two on me for the season. Yeah. Will you receive the questions first or be put in isolation first? Yeah, I always forget what my strategy is here, so I'll just go with a, uh, what should I do, Ray? Isolation. I should go in isolation first? Yeah. Oh, isolation I was thinking first, the other things. Question so. first. I'll just do the opposite. Okay. Wait, so what are you going to do? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll, I'll, go, I'll go in isolation, isolation. like Ray says. I'll... That way, if I lose... It's Rafe's fault. Okay, good. Let's uh, let's get our teammates first. Okay. You better put those isolation headphones on your ears. They're not on. Yeah, yeah, I'll take this off. <laughs> and not on the beanie. Socket. Or as Nick hat. Knit hat. Knit. Knit. Ninny. Knit. Uh, hello, Jason. Good morning, fellas. Happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, buddy. Team Riz to Team Moon. Team Riz, baby. All right, buddy. Here we go. Yeah, Hang on. Bro, whatever, man. Uh, hello, Cassie. Hi, good morning. Hey, you are Team Moon. Okay. All right. All right, hang on. Hope you lose. <laughs> All right, putting Moon oh, in so isolation. Nice. Rafe, okay. what will he be listening to while in isolation? Uh, Moon, first song, we'll be listening to, in honor of today's announcement, Mr. Brownstone. Oh, from from Appetite Rose, for Destruction. Woo! That's a good one. That is a good song. He'll learn to fa- love it. One of my faves on the record. All right, King Scott, here we go. Match up with Moon. Which one? Which two U.S. states do not observe daylight saving time? Arizona and Hawaii. 
What is the name of the al- uh, alternate dimension in Netflix Stranger Things? The Upside Down. Who is the oldest Kardashian sister? Me. Uh, look at this. Mildred. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, Chloe, and... Uh, I'm going to see her. <laughs> I know there's Kim, there's Chloe, and there's... Who's the one that's married to Travis Barker? Damn it. That's much younger. Uh, I should be. I'm going to say... The one that's married to Travis Barker. And it's going to come to me. Okay. All right. And um, in which city was Anne Courtney. Fr- Got it. Well done. Got it. In well wh- done. In which city was Anne Frank's hiding place? Uh, Amsterdam. Circuit City. <laughs> <laughs> which Disney film features the song, When You Wish Upon a Star? Ooh. Pinocchio. And bonus, what year did Disney release its first movie? Uh, first movie. Uh, man, we had this the other day. Uh, I'm going to say 1935. All righty. Don't look at me that way, right? No, I think you did good. <laughs> I really am. That was pretty good. I think you did pretty well. All right. Good. Yeah, we're good. Hey, did you guys ever realize that he says he woke up at 7 a.m.? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I mean, get out of bed around nine. I mean, he's an early bird. Yeah, I'm almost a- about eleven, sipping a drink. I'm feeling fine, and then Mr. Brownstone comes and Excuse ruins me. everything. Excuse me, Mr. Rose. It's 7:15, and I hear that you're up at seven. <laughs> but then Mr. Brownstone's there. And oh, just- I see. Messes everything up. All right, what's, uh, what's my uh, music going to be? Uh, what's his first one? Uh, his first one is Peace Cells. Oh, yeah, Megadeth. Mega right. Peace Cells. Hit it. Who's buying yeah. Great song. Yep. Uh, Moon, which two U.S. states do not observe daylight saving time? <sighs> I don't know if it's the whole state, but I know parts of Arizona. Mm, man, see, I... Is it Nevada or is it New Mexico? It might be New Mexico because I don't know nothing about New Mexico. But Nevada seems like they'd be all thrown off with the whole Vegas thing. Man, I got a feeling it's New Mexico, but I'm going to say Arizona and Nevada. All right. All right. Um, What is the name of the alternate dimension in Netflix's Stranger Things? The Upside Down. Who is the oldest Kardashian sister? Man, I'll tell you what. It's not Bruce. How am I supposed to know that? Uh, I couldn't even name them all. Uh, I'll say Chloe. Okay. Alrighty. In which city was Anne Frank's hiding place? Hmm. Yeah, that I don't know. That I don't know. Hmm. Dresden, Frankfurt. Was it in Austria? I'll just say Frankfurt. I don't know. <clears throat> Don't know. All right. Which Disney film features the song When You Wish Upon a Star? When You Wish Upon a Star. <laughs> Man, that's a good one, too. Pinocchio? Okay. No better guess. All right. And what year did Disney release its first movie? 
Oh, 19. I know I've guessed this before in the 50s, and I think I was way off. So I'm going to say 1938. This is going to be a tight one. Yep, very tight. <laughs> oh, man, I don't like this. I don't like it when you're like... You know, reacting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else to do but psych you both uh, out. Was it Mildred? Mildred. That is an amazing song, by the way, that Megadeth song. I and agree. headphones, too. I think you would actually like it. Yeah. I, I don't think you've listened to Megadeth enough to. I listened in my buddy Mark Schwartz's house once, and he was like, You got to check out, if you like Metallica, you're going to love this. And I was not. I mean, Dave I just, Mustaine's I a Metallica. Yeah. I, I get. Guy, I know all the member. connections. I get all the history. I get all of it. I just Called could not. Could not get into it. That's a good tune, man. That piece sells. Maybe I would at this point, but yeah, at Mark's house. I need to check it out. Mm -hmm. All right, let's uh, let's get the answers here. I am playing for Jason. Moon is playing for Cassie. Round one, matchup with Moon. Which two U.S. states do not observe daylight saving time? Riz, you said Arizona, Hawaii. Moon said parts of Arizona and Nevada. And Riz is right. Hawaii. Ding, ding. Ding, ding for this guy. Didn't think of it. I think One there's nothing. parts of Indiana that have stopped, but continue. When you Let's said states, though. Oh, no, no. Rife. When, well, you, when you said states, it's a little tricky because I don't think all of Arizona does. But You didn't cool. say Hawaii. No, but the question is a poor question, but move on. Oh, dude, come oh, on, no, man. No, I'm not saying that's going to be the determiner. I'm just saying, like, you know. Next your, question. Your, your words matter here, host. What is what is the name of the uh, alternate dimension in Netflix's Stranger Things? Riz, you said the Upside Down Moon. You said the Upside Down. You're both correct. Oh, man. Gimme. This is going to go to tie, maybe. Who is the oldest Kardashian sister? Oh. Rafe, Rafe said Mildred. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I stick by that. Riz said uh, the one married to Travis Barker. And then he came back and said Courtney. Dang it. And Moon said Chloe, and Riz is correct as Courtney. Oh, see? Yep. No idea. I said, oh, man, I couldn't think of her name. Game's They're over. All, they all start with a K. Yeah. I was like, oh, the one married to Candace. I didn't know I didn't know that she was the oldest. Didn't know that. Two. Nothing. <sighs> In which city was Anne Frank's hiding two to place? One, jerk. Two, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> In which city was Anne Frank's hiding place? Riz, you said Amsterdam. Moon, you said oh, Frankfurt, yeah, and it's there. Amsterdam. Well done. Three man. to one. Good way. Rave said Circuit City. Not <laughs> <laughs> Close. Yeah. Final question. Which Disney film features the song When You Wish Upon a Star? Riz, you said Pinocchio. Moon, you said Pinocchio. You're both correct. Yeah, All right. right. Happy to get Four it right. Four to two. Good job. Wow. Tiebreaker. What was the bonus? Yeah, the good. bonus. Here we go. Just what year What year did Disney release its first movie? Riz, you said 1935. Moon, you thought of the 50s, but then you switched to the 1938, and it is 1937. Ooh. Oh, nice like, switch. I thought right you had it. Pretty good, Moon. Feels good. Doesn't matter. And I was waiting for you to do that Look where you're you like, complimenting people after you take the trophy away. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for you to go back from Nevada, Utah, and then say, Hawaii. I knew yeah. it. I was like, it's going to happen. Didn't Could've even happened. cross my mind. Nope. Right. Well, congratulations to Jason, huh? All right. Back to right. Back to right horse. All right, let's play again. Uh, let's go to... Uh, oh, we lost somebody. No! Oh! Uh, well, it doesn't matter. Drew, Team Riz or Team Moon? Uh, let's go with Team Moon. Team Moon, okay. On the comeback. It's up to you. If I win, nobody wins. All right. We lost another caller. Oh, we bummer. somebody off the line. So. My goodness. Okay. okay, Drew is Team Moon. All right, I'll go into isolation here. 
And what song am I getting? You are getting what? Dropkick. Ah, uh, yeah, you're getting the dropkick by face. Shipping off to Boston. I'm shipping off to Boston. That's a fun okay, one. Okay, here we go. Moon. Uh, Scott. What is the common name for dried plums? Uh, prunes. What is a community of ants called? Colony. What uh, What was the first state? Hmm. Man, that's a good one. Man, oh man. Is it something weird like Delaware or something? I know South Carolina was the first to secede. But they might have been the first as well. Shoot. Virginia, Delaware, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to say Delaware because I think there's like some silly thing up there that says the first state or something silly. Right. It's probably South Carolina, though. Go on, though. I'm going to say uh, Delaware. There, there are six weapons in the game Clue, including a candlestick, lead pipe, knife, revolver, and wrench. And what is missing? God, dude, you've asked this question before. I got it wrong then. I've never played this game, never seen the movie. Say it again. There are six weapons in the game clue, including the candlestick, lead pipe, knife, revolver, wrench, and what is missing? Rope. What company makes the Butterfinger Bar? <laughs> oh, man. That's a tough one, right, dude? It's pretty tough. I think I know, but it's tough. Really? Well, I mean, it's it's... Probably one of the big ones, right? And it's like Mars, Nestle, or somebody else. Mm, man, I'll say Nestle. Yeah, Nestle. And here's your bonus. What year was the movie Clue starring Tim Curry released in theaters? Wow. Silly. Never seen it. Never came across it. It could be the 60s. It could be the 90s. I don't have a clue. <laughs> Pardon the pun there. I will go, I guess, 19. Dude, I mean, people my age seen it, so. Dude. 85. All right. So stupid. All right. Good. You're yeah. free. All right. You can drop kick your Murphy. That's a good song, too. Shipping off to Boston? Yeah. Some good picks for me, Rafe. Thank you. Bang, bang. You're welcome. Mr. Brownstone, a great pick for Moon earlier. Uh, what's his song? Now he's getting. <laughs> Cannibal Corpse. Hammer. Yeah. Hammer. Smash face. All right. Yeah. Song Mace Ventura. Straight up, dude. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> I enjoy that Cannibal Corpse. Jeez. Hang on. Hang on. Whoa, there we go. Yeah. He's into it. Riz. He's doing it. <laughs> what is the common name for dried plums? Uh, dried plums. Uh, raisins. What is the community of ants called? Oh, dried plums. No, prunes. I'm sorry. Dried plum. Dried plum plums are prunes. Sorry. Okay. What is a community of ants called? A colony. What was the first state? Uh, the first state. Jeez. Uh, Massachusetts. Ooh, man. I don't know that one. Damn. Good guess. Damn. All right. It was interesting to watch both of you work that one Ooh, out. Ooh, damn. There are six weapons in the game Clue, including the candlestick, lead pipe, knife, revolver, wrench, and what is missing? Rope. What company makes the Butterfinger Bar? Uh, Butterfinger. 
Mars? Good guess. What year was the movie Clues starring Tim Curry released in theaters? Uh, 1989. Okay. Well, that was, that was a movie where you could see different endings, depending yeah. on what theater you went to. Oh, really? And you would look up in the movie, in the in the newspaper, um, what not- ending. You're free. What ending the movie would have. <laughs> Is it good? So, so if you want to see like the A ending. I didn't know that. If you want to see the A ending, you would go to this movie theater. The B ending, you go to that theater. Dude, best part of that scene is when Cannibal Corpse is rocking. He comes in and he goes, excuse me, is Greg here? He's <laughs> 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 so good. His dance moves and stuff. All right, here we go. Match up with Moon round number two. That's a cool uh, marketing thing on Clue. I didn't know that. Did you know that? I don't know anything Whenever about Clue. Whenever it came out, there were different, depending on what theater you went to, he said the ending changed. Different endings. So you'd look up in the in the oh, newspaper. Oh, that's cool. Love that. Okay, cool. there we go. So you know a lot about Clue. That's awesome. <laughs> Moon's playing for Drew. Will Drew win or We've not? Talked Here we a go. lot about Two it. questions. Cool. What is the common name for dried plums? Moon, you said prunes. Riz, you said raisins. And then switch to prunes. Yep. Dang. You almost got me there. Yep. What is a community of ants called? Moon, you said a colony. Riz said a colony. You're both correct. Okay. What was the first state? Moon said Delaware, South Carolina... Probably Virginia, but I'm going with Delaware. And then Riz said, Massachusetts. It's Delaware. Ah, damn it. There are six weapons in the game clue, including the candlestick, lead pipe, knife, revolver, wrench, and what is missing. And Moon, you said rope. Riz said rope. Ah, You're both correct. Oh, my gosh. Is it rope or noose? Did well, actually say rope, it's, a it's a rope is what the rope. game says, yeah. Okay, cool. Holy shit. This is the final question? But it is in the shape of that. Yeah. And uh, what question? What company makes the Butterfinger Bar? Moon, you said a uh, whole bunch of things and then ended with Nestle. Oh, and then Riz man. said Mars, and it's Nestle. Damn it. Oh. Is that four to two? Four to three. Oh, no, yeah, five four, to three. Yeah, but here's the bonus. Wait a second. I got did him all right? You got him all right. Oh, you sweepy, did great. Sweepy. Yeah. Let's see if you get this, though. What year was the movie Clue that you know nothing about starring Tim Curry released in theaters? Moon, you said 1985. Riz said 1989, and it is 1985. Oh. <laughs> so you know nothing about Clue, and you nailed all yeah, that. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> I love Six, that. Wow. The ending was different depending on what year you went to see it. That's right. I think so. That was a I good drive. Six. Good that was a good I know right, nothing fine. about Clue. A good Great. drive and a lucky putt. That was lucky stuff. Butterfinger, lucky. Uh, nice work, man. Clue, lucky. Clue again, lucky. Good for you. Yes. Well, <laughs> Good for you. Andrew wins. Andrew won. Congratulations. Good job, Drew. Uh, real quick sports after the break. It's uh, 927. Hey, this is Tina Belcher, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, it's The Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. During the break, we started uh, talking about cookies. And uh, thinking about this place we went to in Kansas City. Hot cookies and insom- insomnia, right? So it's the same as like, I, that's a chain, correct? Insomnia cookies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. That's one here. Oh, there is. Yeah. I, I was thinking hot box cookies. Is that a, is that one? Too? Those are the ones you could get out of like a vending machine. Yeah, hot boxes. And they have like brick and mortar too, but the hot box ones were the ones you could like just walk up to like a little cookie vending machine and they. Ah. Huh. Also favorite, good. Who was your favorite cookie growing up? Ooh, man, that's a tough one. Nutter butters are not to be trifled with if you got milk on hand. 
those are fantastic. Those are pretty good. I would still go. I probably go nutter butter. Yeah, we really only had we didn't we weren't a cookie family. So, I mean, we had your chips always. Yeah. Yeah, we weren't really either. But my uh, next door neighbor, yeah. who who like watched us when my parents went to work and all that, fudge stripes. Uh, all the Nabiscos, all the the Keebler, uh, the Keebler stuff, all the Nabisco stuff. Like she was stocked. We had a lot of like cakes. Like uh, you ever heard of Devil Dogs? Yeah. Devil Dogs. Devil Dogs. Look up Devil Dogs. Big Chocodile guy here. Before it got discontinued, and they brought it back for a while. Uh, Devil Dogs. You're saying these are cakes? Oh yeah. So this is the little Debbie stuff. Although it's not. Oh, it was Drake's. It was Drake's was the brand. Okay, yeah, so we had uh, Swiss cake rolls. Uh, Swiss cake rolls were a go-to yeah. at so our... So kind of the same thing, but were, the, were Swiss cake rolls covered, like covered. sealed in chocolate? Yes, so it was this cakey stuff in a roll with the with the foam inside, and then it was sealed in like a, almost a... Foam is the correct word, because that's yeah, it's a, a foam. weird substance. It's a, it's a foam. It is. <laughs> I don't like the raw dog foam like those either. So you, those devil dogs. Those are raw dogs. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, raw dogging you with foam. I'm I think, out. I think they would call it filling, but it's a it's a it's a foam. It's foam. It's straight out of Demolition Man that helps them like you know survive the car accident. You put that in there. You roll the sleeping bag around it, and then you cover it in the ding dong chocolate. Yeah, that Sounds good. is a Swiss cake roll. The ding dong chocolate is like just thin enough, and it's got almost that Velcro on the, on the inside mm-hmm. of it, so it sticks to the foamer. Yeah. And then when you when you bite it, it kind of crumbles into a couple pieces, but they're all catchable. Yeah. Ding dongs, I mean, not ding dongs, Swiss cake rolls were <laughs> a mess. <laughs> they were the greatest. Yeah, see, with the devil dogs, They're you good. lick the side. You lick some of the foam. Yeah, see, I don't want that. Off the side. I don't want to have to create a mess. I want the mess to fall. But Drake's made coffee cake, like the indiv- individually wrapped coffee cakes. Man. Bring up that chocodile, dude. Oh, chocodile. Didn't that just discontinue? They discontinued, and then I wrote a several, Ooh. several heartfelt letters, <laughs> and they brought it back. Uh, Coffee cakes look good, too. Mm, it's basically just a Twinkie with the same, like, chocolate oh. coating of a Swiss roll, but, man, it's good. Oh, yeah. Good. So they just took a Long John and a Twinkie. No, it's a, it's, a, it's a Twinkie just covered in chocolate. Yeah, but it used to be a separate thing. It was a chocodile, and then they brought it back. But, yeah, it's essentially just a Twinkie covered in chocolate, but, man, it was it's the right mix. Huh. A good ratio. Good ratio. That's just a vanilla devil dog. Uh, it's got a. It's got like the crackle shell, just like the Swiss rolls had. Though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the crackle gotta shell. Gotta have that. Yeah, that gotta have that. <laughs> what the heck is that, dude? Don't know. It's like the single it. uh, unhealthiest substance on the planet. I think. Well, yeah, I'll snort some right now. And, and you know what? <laughs> Easy. That that stuff when we were getting into the Swiss cake rolls and your chocolates and all that kind of stuff. That is what made those intimate donuts. Attractive. Oh, you're like, yeah. oh, this is the same chocolate. Don't even get Man. me started on Entenmann Crumb Top Donuts. <laughs> would you get wow. the variety pack? Or no, would you I'd get... get Crumb Top and I'd go whole hog, eat the whole box. See, we just had the chocolate ones, like the chocolate-covered vanilla. That's what yeah. I mean. And that was the Swiss cake roll uh, crumple chocolate. And the nice thing is you could take a clean bite out of that, and then you could dip it in milk as a scoop yeah. and, and put the milk in the moon. And yeah, hold yeah, it in yeah, there and right. be like, watch this. Yeah, it was an impervious shell. Yeah. <laughs> I only got like good cookies at friends' houses. Like we always got like Kroger brand vanilla cream cookie. And it, they were just hard as a brick. You had to like dunk, you had to like soak them for like 30, 40 seconds in some milk just to make them edible so you didn't chip your tooth. But I mean, it was still awesome because it was a, co- a cookie's a cookie. Cookie's a cookie. Bad cookie's still good. But, you know, you go to your rich friend's house and. Phew, Getting some Keebler soft batch up in the club. <laughs> Let me tell you something, buddy. I'm gonna push on you. I, we never had cookies that came where you like, you know, you pull out and it has like a like a sleeve. 
Or, or just like tray. the little plastic tray where they're individually. Yeah. That's when I knew I was dealing with high society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you say a cookie's a cookie, I don't subscribe to that. I, bad as cookies are still good. No, as a kid. No, even as a kid, I wasn't an idiot to well. think this cookie equals this cookie. Absolutely. As not, an adult. Not all cookies are created equal. As an equal. adult, I'm a little more choosy. We didn't all grow up in the enchanted land of Crestwood, buddy. Hey, brother, I was, <laughs> I was just, I just knew right. what was good. All right, let's do sports. It's time for a Rizzuto Show sports update. Powered by Victory Men's Health. Raise your game. Visit VictoryMensHealth.com. All right, the Blues have activated defenseman Marco Scandella from long-term injured reserve yesterday. Scandella has not played a game this season because of right hip surgery, but has been practicing on the regular with the Blues for the last month. The Blues are in North Carolina tonight. They play the Hurricanes at 6. Tonight will be Scandella's 700th game. Now with Ryan O'Reilly gone. Who's the Blues captain? Bennington. Congratulations. No, they don't make a goalie. They don't? Why? That's so silly. Congratulations to nobody, because uh, Justin, For uh, Justin Falk wore the A as an alternate captain on Sunday. Braden Shen's an a got an A. Colt Pareko's got an A. It is expected that the Blues will have two permanent alternate captains in Shen Pareko with Falk wearing an A on the road and Robert Thomas wearing it at home. Wearing the C? The A. So no C. You can, I don't you think there's going to be any Cs. Wow, you can have a captainless team out there, huh? Yep. Speaking of captains and soccer news, St. Louis City SC has named their first captain. See, unlike the NHL, MLS, their goalie, Roman Berkey, is the official St. Louis SC captain. I think cool. that's a, I think that's a wise choice for 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 a, a new team. You know, new team, solid, experienced goalie. Give it to the back. Somebody on the back. Well, a, lot of, a lot of times the, the, the captains are either the 10s or some of the central defenders. Well, defender Tim Parker will be the vice captain. Yeah, uh, that makes sense, too. Captain Berkey is the oldest player on the team at 32. Uh, he was the fourth player City SC signed and the team's highest paid player. Uh -huh. So he makes $1.6 million, which also makes him the highest paid goalie in MLS. Damn, you better deliver. Pressure's City, on, baby. Yeah, City nice. SC's first game is on Saturday. You got this, Berkey. By the way, that is free. Uh, I, so there's the MLS Pass on Apple TV Plus. You know, it's like 70 bucks or whatever it is for the year, which I would strongly suggest getting for all St. Louis fans. Um, but some of those matches, I want to say two to like four or five. Um, it's, on our, it's on our Soccer 101 podcast. Yeah, they're, they're free to all. You don't need the subscription, including this first one. All right. So well, everybody tune in and watch. We'll all be watching, right? We'll all be watching. Scott, <laughs> we will we will feed you more information about those kind of things in the broadcast and all that on uh, Michelle and I's podcast, Soccer One Hundred and One. All right, that is your sports. One final break. We'll come back and wrap her up. The Rizzuto Show. All right, it's the Rizzuto Show presented by the Fast Lane, and we are done. Donnie Fandango is next. First off, thanks to Ray Williams. Thanks for having me. Uh, are there any tickets left for your show coming up? Sold out, baby. All right. This Friday, March 3rd, I am doing a Sans, uh, Sans booze event. Uh, so uh, check out uh, my Instagram, and I think there's some tickets for that if you're into that. If you're like, uh, don't want to be around people drinking and whatnot, uh, it's going to be a fun show. So uh, go to my Instagram and check that out. Uh, cool. Instagram is? I, at I am Rafe Williams. There you go. As Thank always, you. a pleasure. Uh, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. It's the Pappy's Recappy. That's right, Pappy's Smokehouse, celebrating 15 years. Locally owned, world famous. Two locations, including Highway 70 and Mid-Rivers Mall in 
St. Peter's. Uh, today, oh man, we got a lot of news, a lot of crap on celebrities. Match up with Moon. Check it all out on the blog, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz, including a story about Florida medics pronouncing a patient dead at 65. Very sad. <laughs> Oops. Oops, and then very happy another deputy came by after they left and discovered the guy was breathing. Yeah, oops. Somebody doesn't is. have a job anymore, most likely. And why you should pee for exactly 21 seconds. This is science. Very important health news, That's guys. Right. Check it all out. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. We also talked a lot about food, as we typically do, and we figured out the king of poo fish. And that is your <laughs> podcast title okay. for today. King of poo fish. The king mm-hmm. of poo fish. All right. Uh, anything else, fellas? Yes, mm. I have something. My buddy Brian Citron just released a book today, and I think it's available absolutely everywhere, and it's called Wild Expectant, so uh, go support that. It's pretty cool. Awesome. Very excited for Tight. it. It's his first big book. Yeah. Other big thing is big concert announcement. Make sure you check out the uh, socials for that yeah. and all that if you if you didn't hear it at 8 a.m. And thanks to The Pitch, the uh, new soccer bar over there at Union uh, Union Station for uh, for the gifts. Oh, the Pitch, yes. Yeah, I'm like, man. Yeah, you and Rafe. Uh, yeah, got we the got same really hat. cool. These are our hats. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, koozies. All right. All right. We leave you with a selection from our uh, from our Team Riz member of the day, which is brought to you by Hot Shots. Proud sponsor, Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Pacific, Missouri, Kelly Hall is out. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. Dobbs.